I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Damn, boys, straight to door. I'm a white sound like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look at all, just let it be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Throw me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. Yo-ho, episode 504. Happy birthday, Evan. Got to put that out right in the beginning of the episode, so Harley doesn't forget. He can wait to tell you, so happy birthday, Evan. Oh, there it is. Did it. Too old for this shit. How old is that guy, 23? <laughs> like a young buck. How old is that guy? Yeah, fuck if I know, man. You don't even know? Nope. How old I, think he's, I think he said he's 30 ish. Is he? Okay. I think he's right around 30 ish. Right on. Well, there you go. Happy birthday, Evan. We'll make sure to bring it up every every five minutes just to let Hart get on Harley's nerve. <laughs> 504. Getting close to those 505 jeans, right? Was it 505 jeans? Did we ever clarify that? 501. It's 501, 501. jeans, right? There are 505s. There's there's five oh fives. There are five. I'm telling you, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of five oh shit. Word out right. Five oh four. We'll go with the yeah. We'll go with the hipster tight ankle wrap Harley type pants right there. Five oh four. BBPC randomly ranting on things movies tonight. I'm your host Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, Harley, aka Marcus Burnett, and I'm Tony, aka MCP. What's going on, fellas? New. Happy Sunday, man. We are just talking about the crazy states of America right now. Nation divided. I'm, created I'm, not as, I'm not especially proud. But whatever yeah. you watch, you know. Um, yeah, you go on YouTube, you got live footage, you know. You saw a reporter get arrested. I mean, it's just fucking crazy. Um, you, can't, you can't avoid it. You can't, you know what I mean? You can, yeah. like, look away. So we, we try to bring a little piece of uh, entertainment, you know, an hour, two hours. Yeah. Forget about the world, you know. Let us uh, make fun of Harley. We'll make fun of each other. Um, get mad, yell at each other. You know, bring some kind of entertainment. That's what we need, right? Sometimes we just need to, you know, turn everything off. Just, you know, what? I know that shit's going on, but I just can't keep watching that, right? It's just people are leaving social media left and right. They just, they just can't handle it. So, um, I don't know if you saw Harley Bond on on Reed put on Messenger. The Avatar film group landed in Wellington, New Zealand. I don't know if they're starting. No, I have yet. not been on the messenger for the last like six hours or so. Okay, six so. hours. So then you, you got about twenty thousand messages to catch up. I was yeah, just going to say, be, I think no problem. You'd be right. My phone in. like died when we were over at the Rice's <laughs> house, and I looked, and it said like fifty-two, and I was like, oh fuck this. Tony, yeah, Tony Harley just opens up his phone and goes to messenger, and his phone just dies. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets overwhelmed by like all the messages. He's like, are you sure you want? Boom. Just guys, like no. They do the favor. Just plug your, just plug this phone in. Don't even look. Oh, <laughs> uh, it won't show me. It very talking community, yeah. So, but D's been very quiet on there. He hasn't been on there as much. I don't know. So, I don't know. He's probably out there looting. That's what he's doing. 
Uh oh, get up, give me some. What you got, D? Give me I some. Bet he went to, uh, bet, the first place he went to was GameStop. Smart. <laughs> but then when he tried to sell it, it uh, the games on eBay they weren't giving him only two dollars worth. <laughs> Smart. So yeah, D, if you get it, yeah, if you're going to GameStop, man, hook us up. You should have waited to get that PS5. Man, so yeah, so let's like I said, let's just you know let's get away from all that craziness. Let's talk about some cool stuff. Let's talk about some funny stuff. Where should we start? Let's see. Happy birthday, Evan! In case you forgot. Happy birthday, Evan. That's right. Former Actually, I'm gonna, uh, rookie, rookie of the I'm year. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um, Are you alright? Evan this, stroke. Sorry, in my last. In my last. I'm done. I'm done hating on Evan. Is that right? I'm done. Oh, that's his birthday gift. Yeah. Oh, get some sweet. Happy birthday, birthday, Evan. I I could not be more pleased with he's the latest addition to the podcast, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, Absolutely. you are Reed, Angie. You guys are OGs. You've been here forever. Um, and and Evan just sort of like stumbled upon, but he has been as devoted a follower as any of anybody has been. Um, week after week, he comes with amazing accents. <clears throat> he is. Obviously on point with the messenger, so I could not I be feel like I just said the Twilight Zone. What's I could not be on? happier, uh, Evan. I, I could not be happier that he's part of the podcast. Um, he's he's obviously a champ. And come on, uh, don't bullshit me. Where's Arnold when I need him? <laughs> and uh, I I will don't uh, bullshit me. Uh, I'll you. let you know next week. You'll yeah. know next week who the fuck I hate. The, <laughs> oh, the real, the real. Who the fuck I hate? Are we playing like Russian roulette with like the the, the, the Harley the family? <laughs> and you just like you just randomly choose who you want to hate. Well, last month it was Reed, right? And you know, I, you know how much I love Reed. I can't actually hate Reed. I love Reed, and the truth be told, I love Evan too. So I was gonna say, uh, I, if anything, we should honestly we should be promoting love. Is it gonna be D? Is it gonna be Art? Is it gonna be that? It's, it's a new month, Angie? man. It's it's the it's new month. Got the that's true. Right. He's, he's, as long as he keeps calling him that no good for nothing, and then there's enter name here. I'll be happy, you know. So, just a word of advice: today's podcast will be sponsored by the words "cunt" and "fuck off." Yeah. So, um, uh, without any further ado, I'm just gonna ra- I'm gonna go off all these uh, movies I saw uh, because. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So last week, um, after the show, me and Amy watched the movie called The Intruder. You heard of this one? No. 2019 movie. Um, it's a t- typical, like, you know, uh, this is a, year, a young married couple buys a beautiful house on several acres of land only f- to find out that the man they bought it from refuses to let it go of the property. Hmm. And, and you know who that guy played? Who's playing that guy? Hmm. Dennis Quaid. And can Dennis oh, Quaid play creepy? Can he play evil? Yes, he can. Yeah. Well, I'm here well, to he's telling actor. Absolutely. So Michael Ealy plays the the young um, the husband, and Megan Good plays his wife. And if you know who Megan Good is, it's all good. It's I don't all know good. who Michael Ealy is. I recognize him. He's good. I remember only him. Like Reed would recognize him from the, the such movies as Too Fast, Too Furious. He drives mm-hmm. the gold car, and uh, he loses all his his rent money. Gets yelled at by his chick. You remember that movie? Uh, he's got the light eyes. He's got the, he's got the little afro. So he got the gold car. I think he's got the Supra in uh, Too Fast to Furious. Hmm. Um, I hate to get that wrong. We get very disappointed in me. But anyways, <laughs> he's in it. 
they buy the house because she wants to move away from the uh, the big city. Um, like I think they were living in like San Francisco in the, in the town, and just, she just wanted to get away. So get this new house. Me, Dennis Quaid, he's feeling friendly, you know. Say, hey, check out this. This is you know me and my my uh, wife lived here before she died of cancer, and you said you know had to get to move. And here's here's this and there, here's that. Cool. All right, you know. Next day shows up. Obs, he's he's just like uh, keep showing up. Won't leave. One one, one time. Making goods, washing dishes. Guess who's out there mowing the lawn? My man out there with his fucking lawnmower, the fucking one, the ones you get to ride on. And she's like, uh, "What are you doing here, Charlie?" And he's like, "Oh, like your lawn needed some work, so I, you know, took it upon myself to mow it for you." And she's like, "Okay." And the guy's like, "Yo, man, that's that's not, nah, man, that's cool, but not. Nah, yeah, we don't need that, right?" And then later on, he keeps coming back, he's coming back, and I'm like, "This motherfucker would just not leave. This is getting out of control." And it's and it plays in that typical trope where like the wife is too nice to say anything mean, right? Mm. So she keeps allowing this, and the husband's like, like, like the audience, like, yo, what the fuck, man? Even his friend is like, yo, this motherfucker's crazy. So they do this interesting take where um, I don't know if it's a spoiler if I say it's about the husband. No, no it's not spoiler. No, not spoiler. Right? Fuck it. Got a five point five. You probably guys are gonna see it. So anyway. Yeah. I guess he. So I thought that was a, a, a brilliant take on uh, having her give trust issues with him, uh, okay. right? So no matter he's got to be like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You know, I fucked up. You know, you're right. You're right. So I felt okay. You know, because before it's like, ain't no way this chick's gonna be that nice. There's no way. There's no way. You know. So at least by having that, it broke a little bit of tension. Going okay, I'll allow it now. Maybe that's why she's always and he can't say much. So I get it. Okay. Um, so it just becomes one of those like you know almost like lifetime movies with a bigger budget, where this dude won't you know just won't fucking leave him alone, and it gets pretty you know Dennis Quake and he was he he was he that one that we saw where he was like that serial killer uh, way back when remember that it was like a Albert Brooks was that him was that somebody else not oh, Albert sure. Brooks or Mr Brooks what was that movie you guys remember that oh Mr Brooks was it Mr Brooks. Yeah, but I don't think that was him. No, that was Kevin Costner. Costner. Oh, that's what it was, Kevin Costner. Man, all them white boys look alike. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so, don't blame me. Yeah. <laughs> crack ass cracking. So, yeah. So, you know, but it was, you know, we were totally entertained. I could look at making good for two, three, four hours. I don't give a fuck. So, it was yeah. all good. Making good. So, um, you know, I, it was worth the rental. It was you know, totally fun watch. And, you know, we, we, we knew exactly what was going to happen. This, it's not like a big surprise, right? You go in. It's like comfort food, right? You order it you because you, you know you're going to enjoy it. Tony and Lenny go to Panda because they know they're going to enjoy it. Yeah. And Shooter's a Panda Express fucking movie. So there you go. High, I give it a high viscosity dollar. Yes. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> 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 How you like oh. that, Tony? Oh, I love How you it. like that? Love it. That's for you, brother. That's for you right there. Love it. Can't All right. We get to our so, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Blue Chips. My friend kept telling me, he's like, hey – Okay, this fucking guy. This, this is a classic. Blue chips. I've, yeah. I remember seeing a couple times and always okay. liking it. So so my friend's got to work. He's such a fucking troll, man. He tells me, like, oh, you ain't never seen him? You got to check it out. So I text him, like, hey, I'm watching Blue Chips. He's like, that's a terrible movie. I'm like, what the fuck? He <laughs> <laughs> told me in the week. So I don't know if he was joking when he said that, you know, because he's such a huge Shaq fan. So I can't imagine yeah, him saying Shaq that. Shaq and Penny in it? Yeah, Penny, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Penny's so, too. Young Bucks, yeah, and directed by the guy that directed The Exorcist. Oddly enough, when I saw his name William pop up, I'm like, "Hey, freaking, oh, yeah." Wow. So, um, 
Oh, the French connection too. Mm-hmm. So which was interesting, yeah. Uh, so what's interesting was like when he said that, I'm like, ah, oh, this motherfucker's got to be trolling. I'm like, fuck it, I'm ignoring that text. That pisses me off. I'm finally watching it because he can't believe I hadn't watched it because it came out in '94. A college basketball coach is forced to break the rules in order to get the players he needs to stay competitive. Um, it says that, but he refuses the entire time. So, but you get a young, um, you know, it was cool. We got Ed O'Neill, Al Bundy, the reporter. Mm. Um, Ray McConnell is a cool relationship between her and Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte, he's great in this. He's just awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, one and done. You watch it. Cool. Not, no high replay value. Um, it's cool to see Shaq. He's having a good time. I've re- I've re- correct me if I'm wrong, but it really kind of addresses the fact that college players don't get paid. Exactly. Yes, that's the big yeah. running theme of it, right? And they feel and one guy's like the super rich dude. He's got. A, he's like, yeah, they should be getting paid. They should be getting sponsorships. You know, um, some guys are getting bribed with cars. One of them, Penny's mom, like they give her like they you know, want to give her a house. Things like that, and still, I don't think they're still not getting correct. No, in fact, you know who the highest paid public employees are in the in the country. So, if you get paid with tax money, who is the highest paid? Not the the president of the United States. It's football coaches for major public universities. What's the the highest uh, paid? The Alabama Nick Saban. I'm sure. What's Uh, Nick Saban's net worth? Look that shit up. I don't know. I'll look it up. Ooh, Harley with the fast internet. I'll look it up. He says, with no hesitation. <laughs> Did you notice that, Tony? Well, because yeah. I'm interested, too, and I know Tony's not going to look it up. Yeah, yeah, right. He wants to fucking pull his big cock out. Fucking <laughs> internet. He's fucking 10 megabytes, Tony. Watch out. <laughs> and it's 10 megabytes, son. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick Saban's worth $45 million. God damn. See? See what I'm saying? Crazy, bro. So, yeah. So, Blue Chips, man, it was cool. It was fun. Like I said, one and done. I'm 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 good with it. So dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I did. I did. And then Predator. Uh, me and crew wanted to watch something. He couldn't decide. And I was like, "How about some Predator? You ready for Predator?" He's like, "Sure." He remembers the handshake. I thought he sent him a GIF or showed him to him before. Because when that scene was coming up, I looked over and he already had his arm up. And I'm like, "Oh hell yeah!" <laughs> yes. I slammed the shit out of that fucking boy and just held it the whole time they were doing it. He was flexing on me, man. He was fucking pulling my arm down. I was like, damn. I was like, all right. I was like, man, I guess my work's got me pushing too many pencils. Because he was fucking <laughs> swallowing me up. So, you know, a team of commandos on a mission in Central American jungle find themselves hunted by an extraterrestrial warrior who is one ugly motherfucker. You know, got Arnold, Carl, Carl Weathers, Kevin Peter Hall plays Predator. We got some, we got Bill Duke in the house, Jesse Ventura. He ain't got to have me some breathe. fun. He ain't gonna have me some fun. That's right. You know, make you bleed real quiet, like. Um, this is just a guy fucking movie. This is a bad. This is the one. This is the rite of passage. You show your son. You know, he haven't. I know Art's already showed his kids, so he's he's doing he's doing great. I had, and I had to show crew, and I you know I'll keep continuing. This is this movie. Anything with Arnold and a fucking flat top and and big ass sweaty biceps like a commando, you just know you're gonna get it. You're in it for a good time. Um, Predator's just always great. John McTiernan tricks the shit out of it. A lot of cool action. There's a scene where, like, for like, I think it's five minutes straight, they're just shooting up the, the rainforest. They're just shooting machine guns, uh, mini guns, rocket launchers. They're just blowing it. That predator could have been long gone already. They're still shooting at it. It's like, God, it's like that scene in Hot Shots where the bullets are up to his neck. They're just firing off forever. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, they nick him though. They What's nick that? him. They, they nick him. Finally. And if he so, if he bleeds, we can kill him. Say it. No, say it right. If he bleeds. We can kill it. Has anyone done an Arnold accent yet? 
on the show. Not as good as that. All in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought it was Tony Sounder, but it was actually Harley. Incredible. So Predator, no question. It's no brainer. Absolute Slater. I mean, come on. That was a fucking movie. Absolutely. Thank I think we've reviewed it on the podcast before. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so me, and, me and crew had me some. We had some fun watching this. Had me some fun. Yeah. So then, Hard Target, man. This I just been wanting to watch this for mom. so long now. 1993. Boy, John Woo. I remember, dude. I remember being such a huge Van Damme fan back in the day. I was like, I wanted him to get a big, cool movie in the theater. You know, a lot of time, a lot of movies that I had, I would watch of his were all like on VHS. I had already, I had gone to my local video store, I bought them, Lionheart, um, Double Impact, um, Death Warrant. But I was like, dude, when's this like big, huge blockbuster, right? And then I heard about John Woo. You know, I'm not sure. Was Broken Arrow before John Woo? Before Hard Target? No. I feel like no. Arrow was like 96. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think Hard Target was his first American movie, yeah. So, yeah, no. Yeah, 93, Hard Target, him. Broken Arrow, 96. Okay, yeah. so I had heard of him, you know, either through like, because there's no internet, folks. No internet, kids. Mm. You read magazines, and you hear about like this movie called Hardball. You hear about John Woo, this Hong Kong action director, can do some badass action. And then we got, and then so we got Van Damme and a sweet-ass mullet playing, playing Chance Woodrow. It's like, what kind of name is Chance? My mama took one, he says. Great line. A woman hires a drifter as her guide through New Orleans in search of her father, who has been gone missing. They discover a deadly game of cat and mouse behind this is appearance in the process. And this is what I love. I always love a fucking main bad guy, right? As Lance Henriksen, who plays Mil Sean. It was great. Lance Henriksen's fucking great in this. But Arnold Vosloo as his right-hand man. I love when a bad guy has a right-hand man. I love that. Love that shit. We'll talk about that in the movie coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, can you think of any other cool tandem like in Total Recall when you got um, Michael Ironside? I'm not such dude with the flat top and the little um, tracking device. I don't know if that would work, but I just always like when there's a villain and a cool like right his right hand man. So I'm trying to think if if Bob, any, well, Bob, yeah, see, Bob, Bob's the greatest oh. right hand man. He's there. You go, my number one. <laughs> so yeah, so you know we got. You know what's crazy too? Like I don't know, like how the casting overview first build only goes, but like Van Damme's like all the way in like the tenth spot or something. It's weird. Hmm. Interesting. It might <laughs> be um, order. A lot of times the cast is like order of on screen. Oh, when they show, oh, when they pop up. Yeah. Uh, I've seen oh, you before. know what? You you know what? That makes sense now. You're right. Because like her dad's in the very beginning. They're hunting her. They're hunting him down. And he's on there for number one. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So, dude, hard target, man. When I love, dude, it was it was the first time I got to see white doves flying in the air in slow mo. I'm like, what the hell is this? Got some crazy guitar riff cues, like you know, they got to keep that New Orleans flair. So you got like Graham Ravel made the, did the music score, featuring Kodo, Kodo, K O D O. I don't know who that was. I was gonna look him up. So I don't know if he plays mm-hmm. a mean guitar, but he has that cool New York twang. And when I was younger, man, this, this, this some of the scenes where I wanted that cool little trench coat he had. Never wanted that mullet, but he always he made it look cool, you know. <laughs> um, cool slow mo shots and the speed up shots, and a lot of times you do the same shot over and over again. I, I don't know. It was just it was new to me seeing somebody filming action like that, right? So so I thought it was quieted up. Um, but then you watch it now, and some of the shit's kind of like oh shit, kind of cheesy when he's fighting or whatever. But I don't mm. give a fuck. I still love this movie. It's it's a high dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yes, sir. And then on Saturday, just last night, we had our new, we had our you know, screening of a movie outside, and I chose 1994 Speed, starring Keanu Reeves, Dennis Hopper, Sandra Bullock, directed by Jean de Bont. 
A young police officer must prevent a bomb exploding aboard a city bus by keeping its speed above 50 miles per hour. Get ready for rush hour. So on the poster. Man, I fucking love this movie, too. This movie's great. I love Joe Morton from T2 playing the Captain yeah. Glenn Plummer, the Jaguar owner. Man, take the phone. When they steal his car. Oh, guy, Carlos Carrasco, playing Ortiz, Gigantor. <laughs> uh, Jeff Daniels and Keanu Reeves, the relationship was cool. Dude, I love how in the very beginning, you got a, you got an action sequence with the trying to save the the people from the elevator. And you got Dennis Hopper. Uh, movie, the credits happen, which is like funny because it's got the longest credit opening sequence of all time. It keeps on going forever, forever. And then the movie starts, but then you get right into action. And then after that, you get the bomb. But so it, it's, dude, it's, it's, it's fired on all cylinders. Harley, how you like that? Mm. So it's, it puts the pedal to the metal in the very beginning. Mm. It's full throttle. Oh shit! Don't get your transfer. You're gonna miss the bus. <laughs> it's Tony something Shaver. I would never ever ever do yeah, again. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be funny to have that song on the trailer. Oh, oh fucking cool mashup! Yeah, that that so yeah, so a lot of people. What's interesting? What's was, what was funny is like they don't they don't watch movies like me over and over again. They don't watch them. They watch it once and they're done. A lot of people were saying, oh, man, I hadn't seen that in the th- since in the theater. I hadn't seen that since. When did that movie come out? I'm on 94. Probably since 95. I'm thinking, damn. I'm like, man, young, fucking, young Mike Larry used to watch shit in movie. Yeah. yeah. And I had this on VHS. Yes, I'm old kids, but I had this on VHS, and I watched the shit out of it. I was quoting like crazy. You know, he's like, hey, remind me why we do this job again? Because at the end of this, we'll get a cheap pension and a shiny gold watch. And Keanu Reeves hanging upside down with the white ghost. Cool. I always love that line. <laughs> so this Hopper plays a cool ass villain. I'm so nerdy that you know he has that one hand with no thumb, so he'd always hold like the phone with his left hand and put it over to his right ear. Mm. I used to hold the phone like that. I ain't gonna lie. I mm. told him that she started laughing. Just to be cool, like Hopper. I thought I was. Try- I thought I was. I was hoping I was. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So speed, man. Come on. That's just come on, Jack. You forgot your muffin. I even said that line to him, and she goes, damn. I was like, I know. I don't know if she was super turned on or just completely <laughs> embarrassed. I, I, was, I was living my best life sitting outside watching Speed outside, man. Yeah. Speaker all the way up, so full Slater for me. Uh, that was like the movie. No question. Only thing, I, I have one problem with it, even when I was younger, and I still do to this day, is how that goddamn bus jumped over that freeway at 50 feet oh. apart. Yeah, of that's course. only. I mean, everything else is not fucking plausible. I get it. it's a movie. I'll let other shit slide, but that one, even when I was a youngster, I I just I, I didn't get it. I didn't uh, like it. We need we, we need a we need a MythBusters episode on that. Exactly. Yeah, I was okay. thinking about that. I was thinking of making the YouTube channel like that again, like a toy bus, putting weight into it and and throwing it off the cliffs and seeing if it would really happen. Because my instinct is like that motherfucker is so heavy, it's falling down right off the bat. I don't care how fast it's going, right? And there's just that one weird scene where it does like the there's a camera shot from inside the bus, and like it it does like this dip, it just like shake, it just goes straight down and back up, like and then you see the angle from the other side, from the front of the, the bus, and it like it's like like it jumps off a ramp. There's no ramp there, and the next shot it's flying in the air with the bus going straight up in the air. It's like how the fuck did it do that? And then the final shot is which is which is cool, where like you see the back end just landing, right? It's like. Okay. Oh, they, you know. shit. Uh, they did do one? They did do one. 
No. The build team acquired a bus with the same dimensions as that used in the film, then built a small-scale model of Get it. Get out of here. In question. Running at a calculated speed of 20 miles per hour, the bus plunged off the end of the road and crashed into a support post at ground level on the other side. When the gap was halved, the bus still dropped far enough to hit the far end of the road bed head-on. The team theorized that hidden ramps placed on either side of the end of the gap may have helped the bus to make us jump safely. So, blah, 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 myth busted. It could not happen. But did it ever go over 70? Because in the movie, it's going 70. Okay, so they said, after outfitting their full-size bus for remote control steering on an airfield, they did a speed test and found that it could go up to 58 miles per hour rather than the 70 miles per hour depicted in the film. Uh. With the 50-foot target distance scaled down to allow the lower top speed, they jumped the bus off the ramp. It fell far short of the target, but remained Mm. relatively intact. Part of the problem is a bus is the aerodynamic of a wall. And so... The second it's fighting wind, it turns into a sail. And so, you know, if it was a Ferrari and it was going 70 miles an hour and you launched it off a ramp, it m- <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I thought I heard the word sail. sail. There you go. <laughs> so fucking red, but it worked. Oh, because I said sail, and yes. so you found Oh my god, it. he just yes. now got it. Yes. <laughs> well, all I heard was this. Ah! If the Harley was a bus, he'd be going straight down. There's no way he's making that cliff. Sail! <laughs> where's the where's my whoosh sound? Exactly. Okay, that should be the sound of the bus. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. With yeah. that classic theme. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Great, great score in the movie too. Like I said, if they would have put like plywood or some kind of like, if the if, if the freeway was going like down, right? Say they were coming from the top to the bottom. Yeah, it would have right. been cooler, right? That would seem a little more plausible. But would the tire still exploded though, Harley? Uh, well, no, tires wouldn't explode. The suspension would bottom out, and the okay. entire. It would break every piece of suspension right. in the bus. It would have just been done right there. Yeah, it yeah just done. like in Terminator, just like in Terminator Two, the cut when you first see the um, the big rig drop off. Yeah, you can see the tire is comp- this the the it's the, on the um, front of it. It's like on jam. Yeah, yeah. The tire is obviously because the tie rod. Thank you. The tie rod is the word I'm looking for. Is obviously broken. The steering tie rod. And so one wheel is pointed in the the steering component is broken. That's that shit would break the steering yeah, components, the control arms. Yeah. yeah, you'd have no semblance of of I'm, any. Kind I'm liking of- this segment. It's like almost asked like the guys like, hey, you guys want us to uh, talk about a part you guys don't like in the movie? We'll re- we'll watch it, review it. Your take. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it the Trace Bust the Bust. Though, we'll call it instead yeah. of Miss Bust. We'll call it Trace Bust. So yeah, yeah. Be... So, okay. So th- thanks for that, Tony. I uh, I knew it wasn't. Be- I knew it was gonna be plausible, but in the movie, like I said, I just fucking hate this. Even one of my neighbors, when he's like, he's like, oh, that's a great movie. He's great. He's like, say, like, but that one scene is so stupid. I'm like, thank you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'll defend this movie all the all day long, but I can't, I can't defend that scene. I just, I just can't. Mm. I love the movie, but I just, I just can't. So yeah, really good time. And Keanu was like, yeah, he's he's an act star, man. He's so cool in that. It's wearing the cool tactical vest. Oh, I feel like that's early Keanu Reeves action star. What was Point Break? Oh, good point. And was Point Break before this? Uh, that's what that's. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say. 
I feel like Point Break was like late 90s. Like 95, 96. 91, bro. Oh, shit. He was crazy younger. Yeah, because in this one, he swole up. I remember for the longest time, there was a, I, um, you know, the trailer was all over the TV, right? And I'm like, my dad's like, oh, we got to see it. I'm like, yeah. And there's an interview with Keanu Reeves, like afterwards, you know, he's all like skinny and shit. He's got a beard, you know, so he does, he looks nothing like he does in the movie. I'm like, that's him, the guy from Speed. My dad's like, no, it's not. I'm like, my dad, that's Keanu Reeves. Like, that ain't him. He's like, no, he's like, that guy was buff. I'm like, I'm telling you, that's Keanu Reeves. That's him. He just wouldn't believe it. It drove me crazy. I'm like, all right, you know. Uh, so yeah, Keanu Reeves just makes good, you know, cool like dad movies. I'm thinking, I remember seeing John Wick three with him, my dad and crew. That was a good mm-hmm. time. John Wick, uh, Keanu Reeves, Bad Boys podcast Hall of Fame, easily first ballot, no question, right? He's up there with Arnold, right? Would you agree? Oh, yeah. yeah, Tony's got Devil's Advocate in his favorite movies of all time. So yep. that's right. That's right then, right. there he already gets passed. And he's in the Matrix, which is you guys. I you guys love that movie. Right? You guys, you don't. Oh, I do. I mean, you guys, oh, okay. you guys love it. I'm saying, you know. But I'm saying, right? He's like no question, right? First ballot yeah, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Okay, so making sure he makes damn good movies. So that is it for my extras. I am all done. That was bad. Yeah, trying to knock it out pretty quick. So what do we got? Let's see. I think uh, who wants to shimmy? Who wants to shimmy? Am. Who chose the homework? I did. Tony, did you find the you're gonna play this? Is that right, Tony? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, got the whole, I don't have the. You know, you can hit play there soon, buddy. I forgot I was supposed to pull that up. You got that shit queued up? Ooh, baby, I like it. When does he say it? I don't remember. <laughs> But it's not right the now. actual song from the movie. I know. Yeah, there it goes. There it is. I just played it. So, anyways, uh, I picked The Gentleman, uh, written and directed by Guy Ritchie, starring Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunman, uh, Michelle Dockery, Jeremy Strong, Colin Farrell's in it, um, Hugh Grant, Eddie Marsden. Yeah, yeah, a lot of British people. A uh, lot of traditional okay. Guy Ritchie, super heavy, I don't know, British accent. Oh, here it is. Play it. Oh. That's it. Yeah. Turn it up, Tony. Turn Sick. Yeah, that was cool. That's so cool. I I, I just want to picture Art bumping that shit loud on when he's on the train. <laughs> yeah, no, it was cool. So, um, Matthew McConaughey is an, an American expat tries to sell off his highly profitable marijuana empire in London, triggering plots, schemes, bribery, and blackmail in an attempt to steal his domain out from under him. So. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about Guy Ritchie films. I'm not a huge fan of him. I think he's a little overrated, I think, as an actor or as a director, to be honest with you. Um, uh, Aladdin wasn't my favorite movie of the year. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. You starting off like that? With a hot, that hot take? 
Damn. <laughs> you know, that's Tony's number one movie last year, right? I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I brought that. Yeah. So you're talking shit. Okay. Just... Yeah, no, because it was like a full-on waste of time for me. So. Damn. Um, but it's also not rich. That's not a – yeah, don't waste your time. It's not a Guy Ritchie film. I mean, it's – you would have never known he directed it. It's it's a – it. It feels devoid of any kind of directorial direction. It, it feels very. <laughs> That's a new hot take right there, Harley. Wow. Tony, you got that, right? Yes. Wow. Directorial direction. It just, fe- it just feels like a. Like director directing. Direction. It feels like a paint by numbers, right? There's no, there's nothing identifying itself as unique. It just feels cut and paste. Just a bunch know? of actorials acting. Yeah, exactly. You got it. Well, I'm, uh, I, you know, funny enough, you say that because when I was watching it, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm like, man, you know, I ain't a big fan of this cat. Like, I don't really like a lot of his movies. I gave Lockstock, you know, a chance. I gave Snatch a chance, and I'm not really a big fan of those. So I'm thinking, oh, this is, he's just not. For me, and he also has that stigma. Of like when I watch his movies, I'm like, man, this fool is like trying to be like Tarantino, like in the UK. There, it, you know? there is like a British version of that. No, good point. Good point. And there's a very beginning scene where, like, and and I don't mean to be like, okay, not so nobody can do this scene because Tarantino does it. He just does it better. It's just when you play the music in the very beginning, the jukebox, and it's just like, my, you know, mm. like Tarantino just does it so good. And it's funny to say that. Richie is copying Tarantino because Tarantino is notoriously known for copying other people, right? It's people, kind of yeah. funny to say that. So, so like, I, 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 I wanted to be very clear real quick to go back. I wasn't attacking Richie as not being an original director. I was talking about um, Aladdin. the movie. Aladdin. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. No, we got that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure because then you just immediately started kind of reviewing this and I was kind of like kind of giving you pretext of, of – my my sort of thought of Guy Ritchie. I'm a oh, big Matthew McConaughey fan. I think all the people in here, the only person in here that I don't particularly think is a good actor is Charlie Hunnam. And actually, I think he was really good in this one. So I was like, that was a really good, that was a relief. Um, and a right-hand man, like I was talking yeah, about before. Yeah, no, very good point. 7.9 on IMDb is kind of tough to come by these days. Um, and it kind of flew under the radar, right? So, um, so I thought, yeah, hey, why not give it a chance? Right. I like a good, you know, kind of crime drama and, and, um, I wasn't terribly disappointed. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a bad film. It was good. Like I had no problems with it. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. It was a good film. Matthew McConaughey is playing the coolest cat ever. Like when is he not? Mercury. Um, well, I mean, I would say in Interstellar, he's not playing a super cool, like, you know. I mean, in here, he's like... Is he cool to be a smart astronaut? A pilot? Huh, Harley? Well, yeah, I mean, he's just... An got, man right now. You, best, you better watch I'm, your words. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to step on her toes. Um, and, and trust me. Although he looks... He's starting to show his age. Like, he looked... He oh, genuinely on, looked kind wide, of like middle age in this movie. But whatever. I'm not trying to judge but he obviously is a lion is going to eat in this movie, right? I know. King of the Jungle. And then, yeah, and then you get all the supporting cast that they're all doing to sort of their, their you know, that super fast English accent where you got to watch subtitles. And 
lot of fast dialogue and a lot of sort of, you know, layers of layers of characters. For me, and I'm going to stop after this, the highlight of this movie was Hugh Grant. Mm. Was was him, like, sort of narrating it and him being this, like, I, they? Uh, it's almost implied he's gay. Um. And he's like almost making fun because I know he wasn't Hugh Grant like arrested for like like proposing a prostitute in the late nineties or some shit like yeah. that like wasn't he, didn't he didn't, and then all of a sudden he's he's almost like winking at the audience in this movie he's like this overly sort of constantly making sexual jokes and stuff I loved Hugh Grant in this movie he's he's kind of comical um, and then obviously when we get the twist at the end it kind of pays off so. Um, that that was kind of the strength of the film for me. But um, hey, what did you guys think? Yeah, like so. I get like I said, going into it, I was uh, like, man, I'm not really a huge fan of his. But I'm like, but I love the cast. I love Matthew. I like Charlie being just really low key. He's not he's not playing Jacks, and he's get to actually use the British accent. So I think it's gonna be perfect for him. And then Colin Farrell showing up is always a treat. So that was cool. And then. You know Hugh Grant and that whole scene with him talking. He, I, it was cool because he was like sound. He was almost like doing a different voice. Which that was kind of cool. Yeah, different. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure one of the guys that uh, that trains under Coach it was the guy from Attack the Block. I just older. That's cool because yeah. they right? made me want to watch it immediately after watching this film. Oh, how funny! I just wanted to watch yeah. Attack the Block. Okay, so so get this. So I'm having a good time watching the whole time. I love like the very cliche scene where they go into an apartment. There's a bunch of people there. You got to show one guy. He's got to do a really cool speech, right? And he and uh, he's got his him. And I I don't care how cliche it is. I thought it was so cool in this one. Like just to see Charlie Hunnam in a different uh, uh, in a light. I think that for in this role like this, this was perfect for him. And I thought he did great. So I really enjoyed him. I like said Matthew when he when he shows up. That motherfucker's gonna knock out the park every time. That shit's a home run every time. I don't give a fuck. He's great. Um, and then his chick too, Michelle Dockery. Oh, badass! This chick's awesome. She did so yeah, cool she's, too. She's hardcore for sure. Um, at the end, I was like, oh, okay. I'm thinking Scorsese type Benny. I'm like, okay, shit's gonna go down like this. I'm like, mm. I was getting pissed. I was like, damn man. I was like, I'm not cool with that. I, that might be too spoilery. I'm not sure. Maybe she, maybe she, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of leaning to. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. It, it doesn't okay. have. I, but then I'll it, say, for the, so I did it, and I was super excited. So, you know, um, I, I like the way it went down. But again, um, the the fucking who's that measly little fucking weasel? What's his name? Jeremy Strong that played Matthew. Oh, this guy! Look at this motherfucker's oh. face. This fucking guy, just this fight, just look, it pisses me off. One of those punchable. Look at this guy, just so smug in the way he talked. I just oh, I couldn't stand him. So he, he did his job. He did his job good, right? So um, yeah, man. I and Eddie Morrison, he's always great too when he shows yeah, he's up. Good. He's he's so good. Um, like I said, the cool music. Um, Ted YouTube fucking. <laughs> uh, Hip hop video. That shit was crazy. That shit was yeah. That shit was hilarious. Like, All right. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting to hear like UK hip hop, which is kind of you know kind of cool. Yeah, um, yeah, man, I, I had a good time with this, man. I, I was enjoying myself. So I had a little trouble getting into it. Uh, the the um, uh, the, nar- the narration and the like. It almost felt like a at first it was a like a 
a filmography student jerking off like oh we're talking about movies and this and that i'm like just shut the fuck up move on with it i was like like, just just get it get it over with come on hugh hugh grant just talking or fletcher i guess his character um Mm -hmm. talking about the movie and the script and, and i was just i was getting annoyed with it um but i think it when colin farrell came on the on the scene that's when it turned for me like like that Ooh. that angle I, I always enjoy colin farrell um mm-hmm. but i think at that point in the movie stuff started there was a momentum that was already going mm-hmm. and i and i noticed i was like oh i'm into this oh shit okay all right <laughs> let's go um, he has one of my favorite lines in the movie too uh colin, colin farrell yeah which, which one i'll tell you no, well it's uh when they're well he steals a shot from tarantino the trunk shot Ah, but oh. yep, yep, yep. but he, he he says it there where the one guy's name is P-H-U-C. For fuck. For fuck. Yeah. And then so subtly, if you don't listen, you'll miss it. But Colin Farrell says, you're about to find out. Like what? He says it like he uses the word fuck, but in that same. Yes. Yes. I caught it. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When he said that, I was like, "That was so fucking clever," and, and it worked perfectly. You are gonna, gonna find out what the fuck is going on. I thought that was fucking genius. That was so good. Yes. Yeah. His role was so fucking cool. When he throws up the four at the end. Yep. Oh, He's like, "Yeah, oh, was fucking great." Yeah. Four strikes. Yeah, four strikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, so good. No, and that and that character was cool. Like he's got like, look, this is my boys. I'm just taking care of my boys. Keep them out of it. Right. Like we're doing. He's gangster like, things. I'm not it's a like, gangster. But I know. But I know they shit that I'm I love that line too. That's right. Because yes. I had a gangster. I done some gangster shit. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then he, you're right. He's because then he goes. You know, he's like, I know that I know they fucked up, but you know, I'll, I'll do what's right for them. You know, don't blame yeah. them. And I just thought that was so fucking cool. Or, or even the, or even when when he's introduced and and like the the little thug kids were like they're getting their ass kicked and they're like oh is that coach oh, oh shit that's coach and they think that's like, coach yeah I think he already spanked the shit out of him yeah and even though he's talking to like use your brain I love mm-hmm. that like cool like like tracksuit you know uh-huh. it's like it's all wearing like, like Burberry or lacrosse yeah. or whatever the fuck yeah <laughs> you know Harley ordered himself uh, a jacket and pants like that that shit's fucking hilarious dude like matching pants and jackets like uh, super like, fucking plaid much. shit yeah yeah, yeah. Badass. It must be a British thing. You want that barbecue though, Harley? You warm your feet. Barbecue. Oh man, dude, that was live, dude. I was like totally like, sign me up for that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Was what sold me like really made it for me was when Charlie Hunnam and Hugh Grant are sitting around talking about sort of more or less the past kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're sort of they're sort of narrating the movie, and I really enjoyed that that those sort of cut to that scene and Charlie was playing it pretty straight. And then um, you see, he's just a really devoted, like you said, right-hand man. And, um, and he, 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 he didn't play, he played it, he played it straight. He played it, you know, sort of under the, under the radar character. And I didn't mind that. Um, I like the scene when they're, when they're dealing with the, um, the, the drug addict kids, you know, and he's like, "That's what I'm saying." That, that scene, yeah, we go yeah, up that yeah. joint. Yeah, it's yeah. That cliche scene we've seen over and over again, but it worked for me, man. I, it I, worked. I guess it, it did. It, was, it did. You know why it worked for me? Because it was me, seeing Charlie Hunnam in a different light. 
not in the you know yeah. tough action guy role like in Pacific Rim or in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, I just thought it really the worked. Brooding, for that. No, the brooding, brooding macho. Yeah. It worked with the scene too. Like they're trying to, um, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but they're trying to get this girl out of that situation. And right. in order for her to want to leave, she has to see that the situation she's going to is better than the one she's in. And in order yeah. to do that, he's got to talk. And so it worked for me. Like it, it, it fit. It, and it, it works. She's like, all right, I'll go with it. Oh, yeah, exactly. The, the boyfriend's yeah. like, the boyfriend's like, what do you mean? And she's like, this place is a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. But uh, yeah, I agree. I like that scene. Or And, and afterwards, too. <laughs> and I they're, love how yeah. they're chasing he, him down. Yeah. He had all the answers, though. He knew everything, right, before everything, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. which I love, right? Because he's like, who are you, stranger? What's your name? You know? You want to well, find I out mean, about the one guy that was in the room. That's right? why he, always, that's he always had to be in my head. That's why they sent him, right? That's uh, uh-huh. Matthew McCormick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael. He's like, no, I want my best guy, and that's you. You're going. <laughs> it's like, Yeah, mm-hmm. and he did yeah. not want to go. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that was cool, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was I was into it. Like For some reason, I had just had that rocky start. Maybe it's just because mm-hmm. the – I got I got distracted with the film talk that it, sure. and it, it was hard for me to get into it. But once it got going, dude, this was a fun movie. Yeah, yeah you it, to, I'm right, absolutely. Yeah, there's a there's a um, an investment in with Richie films where you really have to fucking pay attention because the dialogue a lot is easier, quick though. and thick. It's not like Snatch where Brad Pitt you can barely understand the fuck he's saying. And they're all like talking really fast, you know. They got their Cockney accent. Some some guys are really hard you know, to you know, understand. Well, and it's not even just an accent, but a lot of the words are also like, what? All the know. words are fucking and fuck off and cunt. Well, I know, but <laughs> he called you a black cunt. He's like, are, are you not black? And you're obviously cunt. <laughs> and you're, oh, it's called. Your, your gun, cuntness has nothing to do with your blackness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Again, his his he get, he get to use he get to use his natural dialect, right? He get to he can speak in uh, his Irish accent, which I think tongue. also helps too. Yeah, native tongue. So, um, which I thought was great too. It was just and it was was the last time we seen fucking Colin Farrell, man. It was nice yeah. to see him, you know. Yeah. So high dollar for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. And I would, I would definitely give it a solid dollar. I don't know that I'd give it a high dollar. I don't know that I'd be in a hurry to watch it again. Um, it, it has that feel seen, to me, like in the nineties, like if I was younger, and I and I'd seen this, you know, these crime capers, all these cool stars. It's like one yeah, of those ones that, they get repeat val- uh, replay value for it's, me. It's, we've seen, I mean, every aspect of the movie we've seen before. There's so many cliches we've seen. And ironically, he's obviously, he's ironic. This is his wheelhouse. This is what he does, right? Yeah, Um, he wrote it. Yeah, exactly. He does it so well. There's just nothing, there's nothing inherently bad. There's nothing like, yeah, that kind of was weak. I didn't care for that. I thought the ending was kind of abrupt and sort of, like I wanted, I, I was looking for a little more closure. Um, like I didn't. Ironically, the extra credit has a similar sort of a similar. Like it just kind of falls off. Um, so I was kind of like that. Kind of left me wanting more, so to speak. But um, there's just nothing. There's no. There's nothing blatantly poor everything is done very well and so yeah it absolutely gets a dollar i'd buy that for a dollar um 
Yeah, this this, this shit's fun. The tea sing, the the tea, you know, when when he when he's fucked with a guy, the the, the dragon guy with a tea. Oh, oh. And uh, I'm like, what did that motherfucker eat? <laughs> God damn. Right. There was just, there when was a lot happened, of things, I was like, like yeah, I did, homie. The more we talk about it, the more I'm like, I would I would not mind watching this again. Um <laughs> and uh and it's got my new my my new uh favorite line of uh any chance? So, it's got a high dollar for me. I'd buy nice. that for a dollar. Right on. I'm trying to remember where that part's from. <laughs> Uh, it's only said twice in the film, and it was—I think it was the last line in the movie. Oh, <laughs> yes. When his badass okay. wife is, she's like, "No, what, what, like, she's calling the shots," type thing. Yeah, it's just fun. Hey, coming in like that, you're fake. Yeah, exactly. Rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's see Shit. how everyone did tonight. This is Sally Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. Donaldo. This is Nalo. And let's welcome our newest contestant, Evan from San Marcos. My name is Evan. And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. Good luck, everyone. Happy birthday, Evan. Happy birthday. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so what are they at? Oh, yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're all over the map, if you guys remember. Reed's got 22... Art has 20, D's got 19, Angie and Evan have 18. Cool. All right, here we go. Now remember, this week, this year, the championship for the Blu-ray, in case people have forgotten. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I know, I paid for that. I, I paid my part, too. And I'm, you know me, I'm cheap. You ain't paying shit. I'm still waiting for that. I paid you, bitch. What are you talking about? You did it? pretend like I didn't. I'll yeah, fucking email you right receipt. Trying yeah, to, do that. Trying to rob me. <laughs> trying to rob me. This motherfucker. Now you robbing me. <laughs> now you robbing me. <laughs> so are we waiting for you, for Harley, to go and pull the receipt? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm still waiting. No, uh, and Tony, uh, Franz Dramit is the same guy from uh, Attack of the Block, from the Jedi. He is the same. Oh, guy. very yeah. cool. He's the one that had the scooter with the fucking ninja sword. Yes, that's awesome. Yes, that was him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was an Edge of Tomorrow. Which I think he deserves a revisit soon. Well, he watched it that once. Live, die, and repeat. Remember, had like fucking fifteen mm. different titles. <laughs> yeah. All right. Got the receipt. Harley did pay. Move on. Let's go. Hey. What's going on, bad boys? Happy Sunday. I hope you guys can hear me. I am calling as I'm driving home. Uh, nice day out there. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Um, on to the picks. The gentleman. I've heard nothing but good reviews on that one. Um, Have you seen it? Nice to see that one. 
fucking way holy shit wow dude oh my god you gotta let the people know that shit was not ad lib or that, I mean I mean that was ad lib that was not scripted not let planned him, let them know Tony oh let my god <laughs> I haven't played oh. this no one has heard this until this no. moment and you just nailed it <laughs> Do I know my boy D? Do I know my boy D? Yeah. You know your boy D. Man. Awesome. Um, <laughs> man, see that one. But, uh, yeah, you should. You should see it. Um, exactly. You should see it. All three of you guys are going to give it a dollar. Or the gentleman. Damn. But yeah. And, oh. Man, he should have just thrown out a British accent just for a little bit. Just for the, you know. Just throw it out there. He did. He did say certified D, right? Yeah. Good. All right. Yeah, that, that's big time. That's twenty three points right there. Cool. Right, nice. Right. There you go. Hey, what's up, bad boys? How you doing? This is your homeboy Art calling on this week's picks, and the first was the uh, homework pick by Harley. Right off the bat, I'm going. All in. I don't know how many points I have. I don't know if it's twenty, twenty-one, whatever the fuck I have. All in the table. I seen this movie about a few months ago. I really enjoyed it, and I think. Whoa, 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 Tony, did. hold on, pause it. Is this yeah. a betting one? Yeah, it is. All yeah, right. we got money. Oh snap! All right, love it. Two. I'm gonna say my man Harley. I think he gave it a high dollar. I think my man Fonzo really enjoyed it. He gave it a dollar. I'm going to say MCP. Good for nothing, MCP is going to come through for me (laughs) because he liked the eccentric pace of this movie, the back and forth, the timeline. And it was highly enjoyable, and it had a good plot, and it fit all his metrics. So I'm going to say he (laughs) gave it all for Donaldo on The Bad Boys, a straight-up D. And I'm going all in. Take to the bank, baby. Oh. See, this is a motherfucker. Watch the movie. I guess you are. Let it rain. So I am going to uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and assume that when he said all in means he's gambling all of his points. Yes, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's a directorial direction. (laughs) That's a good directorial. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you have a new leader. Oh, shit. I thought he'd be at 50 already. uh, Not quite. But damn near. So you're saying next week he could potentially be the winner? Uh, if we're still playing to 50, I think well, we should go. count already. What's he got? I haven't said yet. Are you still counting? He's buying until no, time. No, I'm done. Exactly. I'm, done. I'm done. No, what I'm saying is getting the reads all right. he's doing the I mathematical for... mathing. Multiplying his multiplications. I think I think for the Bad Boys for Life DVD, we should go to a hundred. It's a Blu-ray, but okay. Oh, all right. hundred then. Yeah, this fucking guy. I can already hear RB pissed off at you. <laughs> wow. Well, he didn't quite. He didn't, wow. He didn't hit fifty. Okay, so he had twenty. You can't just change that shit mid-season. Fuck yeah, I can. I can do whatever the fuck I want. 
A, I'm in charge of county, and B, I'm white, and you know white people get to do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> wow. Is that too soon? Oh. <laughs> I feel like that was too soon. That's on my throat. That's huge. Oh, um, you got that purge sounder? Damn. I'm a huge psycho. <laughs> yeah, we got that clear. Wow. So, so I'm gonna say Art had 20 points. He scored four points because he had all three right. He gets mm-hmm. the bonus point, brings him up to 24. He doubles that for 48. Hey, dude! Wait, 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 bet, wait, wait, right? wait, 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 wait! Hang on, hang on. You can't bet points you don't have. And he bet the points he already had when he made the bet, not the points that he's earning in that round. Here are, right? here are, are you sure? Here are, have, is more that how we've done it before? I feel like I've given people the points and then given them the gamble yeah, no, 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 points. But, but no one has ever said all in before. So you never had to do yeah, didn't this. Didn't we do it? No, he, he just said all. 33. Right, right. So normally, saying, what I'm saying is, okay. normally people have said, uh, "This is how much I'm betting," right? So you just take that much because that's how much they have. No one has said all in before. So are we? We need to define what all in means. All in is the current points that they have when they made the bet, which is twenty points in this case. He had twenty points when he made the bet, not twenty four. Okay, so so I see what you're saying. I don't disagree, but for the sake of being consistent, um, I am going to give him the extra four points, which turns into eight points, because I have always gambled. I always I have always taken into account the the points they had just scored into their total whenever they gambled. Uh, okay, cool. Just it's hey, it's clear now. It's out. No, you're right. There, there. Everybody there hasn't been a clear. Do I Fuck, count? Man, the y'all both first? try to sabotage Art in like the last five minutes, man. That's no, fun. I'm giving him an extra eight I, points. If it was exactly. up to he, he gave him no good extra eight points. Tony, he only have forty <laughs> points. And, uh, I'm just trying to make sure that nobody tries to take him away later. Okay, I want to make it clear that this is now. No, the you're rules. right. You, because because in the past, what's happened is the person will say. Harley gives it a dollar. Tony gives it a dollar. Fonzo gives it a dollar. And I'm going to gamble six points. So they gave their points, and then they said how many they gambled. So right, I but, always but, gave them the points and then added or subtracted whatever yeah, gambling. Yeah. Now, in this instance, Art has said, I'm going all in. And he did say, I'm going all in before he gave his rating. Right. right. But, so, so the reason I make my point is because if someone says – someone has – let's say he has 20 points, right? Right. And and he wants to bet 22 points, but he doesn't have 22 points. So on the call, he can say, okay, uh, I'm saying uh, Donaldo, so everybody, you know, and so now I'm going to, I'm actually going to make three points, and so now I can spend 22. He can't really do that because he doesn't have it. Right. You know, that's my point. Yeah. But hey, whatever. No, I, fuck, whatever. Again, and only for consistency's sake, I, I would, I'll give him the points because that's how I have been scoring it. Since yeah, hey, whatever, man. You white, you can do it. Do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, congratulations, Eric. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much, right? Yeah, that's, that's huge. That's I mean, how you do it. 
They need to gamble big time if they want to catch up. But we're going to go to 100, so keep it going. That's brilliant. What? I just want to really see. I, oh, I want to hear him do it again. I want to hear it in in uh, uh, in Burn After Reading. He does the you know same what? thing all in again, yeah. and just exactly. blasts it out the fucking. And then just oh, went right there. And yeah, like, just wins right you, there. Well, oh, what you want a hundred, wow. Harley? Fuck you. you want <laughs> I'll give you a hundred. <laughs> well, no, look, we're only like three weeks into the championship, and it's going to end like that. No, hey, why not? He played the game. That's fucking brilliant. I know exactly. Uh, that is the way right on bad boy way of winning the bad boy. Exactly, movie. it's fucking bad boy. It's not fucking, <laughs> fucking whatever Hollywood consider cool. All Come right, on. all right. You, you can't tell me that's not badass, Harley. I've been overruled. Uh, right. I'll, I will. I will I absolutely. I, will, I want it to happen so bad now. He didn't I cheat. Will. He didn't do nothing wrong, dude. Right. No, 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 money no, on no, no, smart. No, no, you no. You're right. Nobody could embed at all. We always played a 50, even though we had a rolling joke that we didn't even know what we were playing to. Exactly. Um, you try to no, you're right. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to extend the game a little bit, but no, you're I, I'm down. Right. I think I, I, I think going to 100 is fine. I just think he's going to win it anyway in, in the next <laughs> in, in the next game. Yeah. So we'll we'll go to 50 this time. Well, okay. All right. Because uh, I was going to say, why don't we ask him if he wants to keep going? If he thinks he'll win, if he wants to go to 100. Okay, because if he loses, Harley, you're gonna. Ooh. Oh boy, exactly. that's why. I, I, that's why I don't want to feel like he like I cheated him. I don't want him to think Tony and me are out to get him. Too late, you know. But uh, hey, I, I, not that I'm his favorite. I don't want you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just want to protect. <laughs> I just want to protect the integrity of the game. I just don't want to be changing shit up like that. If we want to go 100, why don't we say in the very beginning we're going to go 100? Exactly. And that's, that'll and that's clarify why things. That won't you're be absolutely right. You're so, absolutely right. So right now, we'll keep it fair, right? For right now, he's only two points away from Exactly. Right Unless somebody else beats him right now, you know? Ooh, that's still possible. Unless it's somebody, bits, before, unless somebody bets everything on Fucking gentlemen a. and burn after, that would be the biggest upset of all time. Seriously. Well, Reed, yeah, Reed has done some weird shit before. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can bet and win it all or lose it all, right? So Yeah. All I right. just hope Art doesn't bet anymore. So he could essentially win tonight because if he gets burned after reading right. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He only needs two points. He's got 48. That's great, too, because I don't have to ship it to New Zealand. It won't cost me a point in time. <laughs> oh, good point. Even better. Have Donaldo drive it to him. Hey, D, what you doing? What you doing tomorrow, D? <laughs> All right, send all right. a send a, send read a code, just a digital download code. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for the runner up. <laughs> yeah. All right, next. Uh, all right. This must be read because it's silence. Oh. He said he he uh, used Skype. Oh, did I not have my earbuds in? <laughs> oh, well. It's the only time in Reed's life. Called not on Skype. This is just a regular international phone call. Um, Anyway, uh, I hope everybody's safe and uh, that uh, that last call from Art wasn't too offensive. Um, But uh, uh, yeah, hopefully it brings some positive change. Because that's all we want to see in the world. Anyway, the gentleman. Um, well said, Reed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a little. 
Hmm, I think this is going to be a certified D. Um, I think Harley's going to give it a high dollar. But the others will just give it dollars. Mm-hmm. And that'll it. be that. Do it. <clears throat> um, no. Do it. And Gamble. Gamble. burn after reading. Oh. Oh. I think, he, he's, he's, I think he's not thinking. I think he's just kind of spacing and forgetting. Mm-hmm. See, when he doesn't have his head, earbuds on, he can't concentrate right. Yep. Damn, I was really hoping he was going to bed. Holy shit. 26. I mean, if right. Art if Art hadn't scored fucking 24 points, <laughs> um, I would say, uh, yeah, I would say he's crushing it. But, um, you know, if, it, if Art hadn't gambled, he would have had 24, and Reed would still be leading with 26. Angie only has 18. D only has 23. You know, we'll see what Evan... I don't know that Evan's going to gamble all the points. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody expected somebody to gamble everything so quickly. So, but uh, yeah, let's see who's next. All right, yeah. let's go. Hello, boys. Hope oh, you had here a we good go. Weekend, maybe chance of a steak. <laughs> Harley, if you're going to be speaking dirty to me this episode, I have to bring you whispering into the mic. I thought I like that. So, for the homework, the main feature, as it was, you should all be giving this a dollar. But, I think Fonzo is giving this a high D. Oh. And oh. Harley's given this uh, low dangler. <laughs> a low dangler? Yeah. Yes. I don't know if he's referring to your dick or the. <laughs> I'm not sure. Dangler. That's my call. I think you're going to have to rewind it because I didn't hear what he gave you, Tony. He said a certified D, but Fonzo gave it a high D and you gave it a low dangler. I think, Fonzo, as it was, you should all be giving this a dollar. But I think Fonzo is giving this a high D. And Harley's giving this a low dangler. (laughs) That's my call. There it is. Ah, nobody bet. Nobody call. else bet. So, nobody else bet. No gambling. No betting. Damn. He though he still four and a half points. I mean, right. Twenty. Did he get bonus for my points. high dollar? Yeah. 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 Let's. He got a half a point. Yeah, for that. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Ah, good evening, you lovely cunts. Calling in my homework oh, for the gentleman. I have to say, I saw this movie and all the cunts that are in it. Here are my picks. Alfonso's going to give it a high dollar. Harley nice. a dollar. MCP a dollar. Oh, and about the gambling, well, you can fuck off with all of that. Uh, next is uh, Burn After Reading. 
Oh, you even addressed gambling. Wow. I know. When she said gambling, oh, cool. She's going to gamble. And she said she can fuck right off. No, you apparently fucked right off and fucked up. <laughs> Yikes. I thought she was going to gamble. Yeah. I know. Well, oh. she's never a big gambler. That's, she, true. Yeah. That's true. She historically doesn't gamble. Yeah. I'm curious, though, with that accent. Just because she threw the word cunt out there. Oh, it was good. I, I wasn't. I wasn't hearing British accent. Oh, it was good enough. I, I didn't have a no coward. You're so scared. <laughs> no, I'm saying that, that. Play it again, Tony. Like that wasn't a bad accent. I mean, it's just uh, Evan. It's kind of hard. Well, time. fair enough. But... <laughs> That's a good point. Keep going. Let it play again. Yeah. yeah My homework for the gentleman. I have to say, I adore this movie and all the cunts that are in it. Here are my picks. Alfonso's going to give it a high dollar. Harley a dollar. MCP a dollar. Oh, and about the gambling, well, you can fuck off with all of that. Uh, next is... Uh... Uh, British accent. Fair enough. Yeah, you're... you're she you're not, the point, but it's not her best. It's, it's not a great... It's not her best. No, you're right. You're right. It's not I a do great, like hearing women say cunt. It is pretty funny. It is. Sexy. <laughs> Get your little dangle excited there, Harley. <laughs> there it is. That's a much better title for the podcast. Oh, boy. Here we go. Dangler. Are you away from your mic, Tony? You're a little soft spoken tonight. Huh? Okay. All right. I was just wondering. Yeah. I was not sure my volume's low or you're low, so. Yeah, my mic, my mic was dangling a bit. <laughs> you know, Tony, you know, Harley's got two mics, right? <laughs> two big snowballs just dangling right there, or he's got one big mic coming out of it. Oh man! All I need is one mic. Nah, I bet you do. <laughs> there it is. Mm-hmm. Click. Oh, Dang! I thought she was gonna gamble, man. That would have been it's so interesting if she had gambled. Fuck, because everyone's gotten it right. Everyone's, yeah, that's everyone's so cool. Everyone's gotten their pick and getting bonus. But but, but but unfortunately, our my man was on top of it, paying attention, knew what he was doing. Yeah, early on he was, too, he's like, "Yo, fuck, well, I'm taking over." You pointed out he watched it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so I did think Angie. That, I think oh, it helped okay, her too. Man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good job, everybody. All right. Not, it is. not as good as Art. Art knew how to play the game. Mm-hmm. All right. So the extra credit, Burn After Reading. Uh, this is always on, on my radar. You guys watched it? I think, uh, I, I, think I started it one time. I never finished it. Just because I saw, you know, Coen Brothers. Yeah. You kind of like, once you see one cool movie from them, you want to keep following Mm. filmography but this one i didn't see gotcha. i just like that the gif of brad pitt dancing <laughs> the dance yeah um yeah so it's a synopsis is a disc containing mysterious information from a cia agent ends up in the hands of two unscrupulous and daft gym employees who attempt to sell it so yeah uh it's got it's got a cast george clooney brad pitt malkovich swinton i mean like most of the people I don't even know, but I know I recognize their faces. I'm like, yeah, that's a famous person. Yeah, that's a famous person. Richard Jenkins. 
uh, Francis McDormand. Yeah, these are all. So, so yeah, so this movie, it's been on my radar. I finally decided to sign it um, so I could finally watch it. I think at one point I was going to watch it on my own and I, and I didn't get into it um, the first time. So this is my way of forcing myself to watch the movie. I'd seen this years and years ago and then um, didn't remember it very well. Like I was watching it and I was like, yeah, I know I'd seen this before. I don't remember how it ends. I don't remember anything particular about it. But what's that title? What's that title? Yeah. What's that title? The movie with something about the staring at goats or something. Oh, yeah. Because if you look at the poster, it's got that same title font and color. Mm hmm. I, I might be another. I was wondering if it's like, is that a Cohen brother one too? Yeah, I think it might be. What's the, the the men who stare at goats. Stare at goats. Yeah, doesn't it have that same font like the, the same poster and everything font. too. Yep. Right. Yep, and it's got the the silhouette. Uh huh. Oh, I, saw, I was like, it, it, is, was getting... it is not a uh, Cohen Cohen brothers. No, okay. it was directed by Grant Heslov. But yeah, if you look at the IMDb, or if you look at, the, yeah, it's absolutely the same. Sort of colors too. Whoa. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. Well. And a silhouette. So, so Tony, yeah, you finally watched it. Yeah, finally watched it. It was, it, it was a, it was a tough kind of watch. These uh, <laughs> Daft, Daft doesn't uh, doesn't really fully explain how dumb these people are. Um, so uh, that's the hardest part to get into. Um, I mean, it starts off seeming pretty serious with uh, Malkovich losing his job mm-hmm. as as a um, I guess CIA. an investigator, right? An analyst in the CIA mm-hmm. in, in the CIA or something. And yeah. I'm like, okay, oh, all right, the, 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 this this could get interesting. And then it got weird. <laughs> it, just, it just it just it just got weird. Um, Brad Pitt and like, like Francis McDormand playing Linda Litsky and and her obsession with with her body uh, surgeries and and, and enhancements. Um, Brad Pitt being being the the, the coked out energetic uh, gym trainer. Like ah, it was it was it was. I feel like everyone in CrossFit's like that. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that's why you, the correlation there was you wanted to watch it because you're thinking, right? Uh, he, was, he was definitely if this movie took place in 2020, he would definitely have a cross, CrossFit T-shirt on for sure. Right? Yeah, exactly for sure. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was it was a tough watch. I, I, I couldn't get I couldn't get past the goofiness of it, um, mm. like because it just gets goofy. Where they they and it, it's it's. It's the movie. Is that set they... up in the beginning for you, like the tone? Is that no. what threw you off, or what? Yeah, I think that's what it was. The tone at the beginning, I was, I, I was expecting something serious, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I've seen that image of Brad Pitt um, doing his goofy dance, but I didn't really, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't think it was a major part of the fucking plot. <laughs> the, you, the whole movie, he's just doing his stupid dance. Oh, his car, yeah, and he's just can't stop dancing. You know? Yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was tough. Um, because the the primary plot is that the they end up with some intelligence that, or they, some so a, a disc the the a CD right. that it has. we can we can spoil the shit out of this movie okay. by the way. <laughs> so, yeah, get, right. um, 
and they just don't, they fumble around with what they think is highly intelligent information that they're trying to sell off and you know shenanigans ensue yeah pretty much and, and I kind of felt like at the, like at the end of the movie the way the CIA director was like was like can you could like he kept saying come back to me when something important happens <laughs> I'm like yeah exactly stop the movie and you can make a better movie like, something important like I was just like uh, whatever I, I don't know it was hard for me to get it, get into it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, because it's like you got such – it's hard. To, I, I hate that. I hate, hate a movie with George Clooney in it, you know? Because even um, Clooney. Like Clooney had this like like play – he was this player character, but he, was, he had this goofy side to him. Like he kept making like crazy eyes and – He's not a player. He's not a player. like a sex addict. Yeah, sex addict. He ain't a play. He just can't play. He just crushed a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just like constantly, you know, he's not like, he's literally just on the dating sites, just hooking up with anybody he can. I mean, he's right, just right, 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 right. Essentially, he's Harley Martin. Is what I mean, he built a sex chair. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fuck, he built a fucking sex chair. But you're right. It's like that. Yeah, he's just like. That wouldn't goofy, work. Right? <laughs> What's that? Sorry, it wouldn't I remember, work. I remember seeing the the chair and and thinking yeah. the physics of that doesn't work. <laughs> it whatever. What if you're trying I'm to just... fuck a chicken on it? <laughs> yeah. Hold still. Hold, Hold still. still. <laughs> Hold still. Hold still. You know, it's funny. Hold the other still. one said action Hold crime still. drama. On the gentleman, this one says comedy crime drama. Yeah. So knowing just, off the bat, Tony, if it was comedy, would would it change your perception of it? Maybe, maybe, because I tried. Like I was like, all right, all right, these guys are just kind of just a little, you know, just a little out there. But they were too out there, I guess, for me. Um, mm-hmm. Just, just her, her. They seem caricatures of the type of people that they were portraying. Like, yeah, I think I think what where the movie kind of struggles, and this is really kind of the Coen Brothers wheelhouse. They do this a lot. It's sort of you know, I mean, Fargo, ironically, is is sort of a dark comedy in a sense. Um, those movies aren't comedies as opposed to they're just sort of dark, and there's. There's maybe some dumb characters, dimwitted characters, and there's some absurd scenes that you can't help but laugh at. But ultimately, it's still this sort of heavy, heavy drama where people are dying. And in this one, we don't really get that. It, and, and they just start to they, – they wink at the audience at the beginning, right? And then when we realize Clooney's this sort of over-the-top, ridiculous, paranoid, sex addict – um, you know, we don't Brad Pitt, we don't get introduced to about 30 minutes. And then, and then as the scenes go on with him, you see how over the top comedic he is and what a dunce he is. And you're also obviously really introduced to Francis McDormand's character and what a dunce she is. Um, but before that, we really get this kind of building up these, the John Malkovich, Tilda Swinton, and then the affair. And it really is kind of a straight, forward drama but the movie gets more and more goofy to the point when Pitt gets killed spoiler alert there's no I told you we're going to spoil the shit yeah we didn't put this out or anything 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. We spoil all kinds of movies, and we don't put the spoiler sounder territory. When he gets it, there's there's a moment where you're like, yeah, you can believe it. There's a moment where you're like, oh my god, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, whatever. Like, there's no consequence to it because the characters are. It's a comedy. It's it's they're they're dumb. You're like, they they deserve their comeuppance. I mean, Malkovich is sort of playing it straight and he is playing it straight throughout the whole movie and he's just screaming and cursing and it's the strength of the film right it's just he's just screaming he's just this irate you know angry alcoholic so to speak um but as the movie just goes on into the second and third act it's just it gets more and more almost slapsticky oh my god that's it, what it is he's replacing yeah. He's trying to, or they're, the Cohen brothers are trying to do slapstick through goofy characters. Yeah, it's like their interpretation of slapstick, and that's probably where it lost me. And it lost me too. I mean, I'm right there mm. with you. I really struggle with the movie. The first like 30 minutes, I'm all aboard. 40 minutes, like okay, this is cool. You know, not a who done it, but but this sort of like okay, we're we, and then we get introduced to these dopey characters. Every movie has to have a dopey character. Okay. Oh, this movie's a comedy. Oh, I'm not really laughing. <laughs> uh, these are just idiot characters that I can't empathize yeah. with. And yeah. when they die, I don't really care. Uh, oh, credits rolled. Yeah. Oh, at least it's short. But <laughs> yeah, it's not a great, it's not a good movie. It's it's one of, I would say, Cohen's. And I'm not a huge fan of Cohen's. I'm not like a, mm. like a ride or die Cohen fan. Um, but this is probably one of their weaker films that I've seen. Fonzo? Yeah, I'm right there with you guys, man. I am. Um... All right. Uh, it's got such a great cast, and it's hard to uh, mystify with that, but. When I'm watching it. I just, I don't, I guess I don't like to see a quirky Clooney. I mean, I, oh, Brother Arthur, it works. But right. I guess we, we got the tone settled in the very beginning, so we know what kind of we're getting into. Uh, just seeing France and McDonald Brad Pitt together was cute. It was, it was fun, their little interaction. So I'm like, okay, maybe they're just like that. Um, but I don't know if we were supposed to get a hybrid of a drama and mix with a comedy or just like it's supposed to be like any other movies was like super dramatic and, and has funny bits but this one just kind of was I don't know if it was all over the place but I just I just couldn't get the right feel or tone for it so um and I, and I have a hard time struggling because I'm like I love Clue I love Pitt, I love all these people and it's like yeah. how can they miss fire right um but it, at the end of the day after watching I was just kind of like like you guys just kind of underwhelmed and was like okay that happened and it's like hmm all right that was, you know, so yeah, I'm with there with you guys, man. Dude, you mentioning, um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? It felt yeah. like it seems like, or it seems like Clooney was trying to bring that that character, like he went straight, bring back straight from that role to here, right? Yeah, like he was well, maybe still be both at the same time. <laughs> I don't know, but it, yeah, it seemed like he was trying to reach back into that world that he that uh-huh. he portrayed, yeah. and it just came across weird. I don't yeah. know, but yeah. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just, it's like he's so quirky, right? He's so like animated. He's always yelling and like pointing yeah. and just like, yeah. just, I don't like when he's chasing that one guy or when he's yelling at Francis, it's just like, got the crazy eyes, like you said, Tony. It's like, yeah, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> got the crazy eyes, always, always worried about um, 
choking on something. Like, oh, does that have shelf? And he's and he's just oh, inventing he's, it. And, yeah, he's uh, allergic. Everything. Yeah, he's, he's allergic, allergic to everything. Yeah, I think he's just paranoid. Right. I mean, right. We, get, we we get the hint that he's paranoid over right. watching him. Right. 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 Um, and so, you know, he thinks Brad Pitt is uh, a spy. You know. Um. But. Yeah, and you know they have to tie the characters together, and so and it's like, yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, it's it's interesting if you look at kind of the Coen Brothers. Um, you know, it's like Fargo. Fargo's kind of a weird. It's both. It's this really, really dark, but there's some comedy in it. But it's a serious film. I mean, it's not like No Country for Old Men, right? Um, but it's also not – it's not as comedic as The Big Lebowski or, 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 or Brother. Um, it's this weird kind of like trying to do this delicate balance. And as the movie goes on, it gets more and more unbalanced. And I think, I think that's where it kind of falls. If they had played it a little more dramatic, a little more serious, um, they obviously have the talent. They could have pulled it off. But they wanted to do another – you know, oh brother or something like that. And I, and I think it just fell. I think it just fell short. And it was like, it, it, it would have been a tough, it would have been a tough to pull off. And they just unfortunately didn't. So yeah, ultimately it's a waste of time for me. That would be a waste of time. I'm right there with you. That would be a waste of time. Yeah. I don't know why I keep thinking of a Wiz Khalifa song hmm. with this title. Does he have a song? Well, he, um, I want to say he likes samples. Let me see. Because I, I think I like that better than the movie. That's what I'm getting <laughs> at. So, There's uh, a burn after rolling. That's it. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> he uses like an Empire of the Sun beat. It's called B.A.R. Burn After Rolling. And it's got the same type of font and colors. Oh, Oh, you know what it is? No, the song is called The Thrill. Yeah, okay. So it's from this mixtape. Okay, so that's what it was. That's it. Yeah. Using the Empire of the Sun beat. Walking on a plot. Yeah, I like that's the song. I like that's what it was. Yeah, I like that song better than like this movie. So, <laughs> and <laughs> how much do you like that song? Uh, oh, this song I give it a dollar. The movie I'm giving a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. Certified waste of time. Yeah. We haven't had a certified waste of time in a long time. while. Yeah, leave it to yeah. me. all right well let's see let's see let's see if there's a winner and no burn after reading um hard to say but i'm gonna say bonzo will give it a waste of time cool and tony and harley will give it a dollar so yeah those are my picks again start can hear me um Right, and I got you guys through this with the car speakers. But anyway, take it easy, guys. Bad boys for life, and uh, Evan, happy birthday! 
Yeah. Nice. There you go. Nice. Um, this is a tough one. I, this is definitely, I'm, you know, I've, I've always been kind of accused as being the pretentious one who's going to give any Coen Brothers film a dollar, whether it's a piece of shit or not. Um, so I, I'm going to predict everybody else is going to think I'm going to give it a dollar too. And, um, yeah, it's tough. All right. Extra credit picked by that no good MCP. Burn after reading. Uh, congratulations on your move. I'm glad you got a bigger place. Uh, Murrieta, Temecula area is fucking beautiful. I live in San Bernardino County. I, I don't live in that high-class Riverside <laughs> County. But uh, hey, that eight place is awesome. Uh, hopefully you go to those wineries out in Temecula. It's a fucking good time to get fucked up for cheap. But that's not what I'm calling. Call for extra credit, which is burn after reading. And goddamn, I needed some sunglasses when I watch this movie. So many fucking white people on this fucking movie. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good sentiment right now. But I'm gonna say, ooh, I'm gonna say MCP. Uh, I'm gonna say he liked it. I'm gonna say he gave it a dollar. I'm gonna say Fonzo. Uh, oh shit. I'm gonna say he gave it a. I'm gonna say he gave it a dollar. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with oh, my oh, no. oh my god. No. Oh my god. No. He's not gonna win it. He's not no. gonna win the championship. Oh, my god. No. I told you this was gonna be a tough one. If he, he uh, just bet one point, uh, no, no, because he can't get it. Never no, he needs two. No, he needs two. He needs, he needs two. He needs two. He needs two he get fifty. Harley, he don't want to feel whitey too much, but I'm gonna say he gave it a low dollar for another Donaldo. And my question to you guys: I know there's a lot of mystery oh, going on, but right, and lose, <laughs> lose, <laughs> loses all his points. He didn't get any yeah. for that one. You can tell he's got. Con- he doesn't have the confidence in this one as he oh, did. But that was tough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. But, the lighten up the mood. Obviously, there's a lot of fucking looting going on. So if you guys could go to a store and you knew for sure you're going to get away with looting and you're going to get caught, what store would you go to and what would you loot? Uh, I'm not talking about mom pop. An actual store, and what would you go? I'd probably go to Bass Pro Shop. And man, I'd, I'd clean up there. But what would you guys get? Uh, stay safe. It's crazy times out there. And whatever happens, we're still bad boys for life. I would uh, a bank. <laughs> I would loot a bank. You going bank? No, I'd, huh? go, I'd go fight club style and go to a credit credit agency and take everybody's debt. Oh, there you go. No, you go to wow. you go to a fucking bank. Hmm. Hmm. I go to IKEA and get all the Swedish meatballs I can get. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Uh-huh. And next time boys meet up, well, I'll have enough to feed everybody. That's right. You'll you'll steal the robots, all the fake fake people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I would uh, I would go to uh, one of those fucking jewelry shops. <laughs> Was that right? Yeah. Straight up diamond heist, huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because then you could just yeah, sell them. Yeah, sell them diamonds and jam. I right? mean, if I had to, if I had to keep the shit that I looted, then uh, yeah, I would go to. Uh, See, I'm, I'm thinking. See, we're not thinking big. I'm thinking. I'm going. I'm going straight commando, Bill Duke style. Walk into a car dealership, get inside the car, and drive away. Well, fuck it, dude. Just go for a yacht. You go for a yacht? <laughs> yeah, going to. There's I mean, yacht. I'm, putting, I'm, yacht. I'm, grabbing there's, a, I'm grabbing a Ferrari. There's a yacht. There's yacht thinking, stores, I'm, right? I'm only <laughs> borrowing your Humvee. For a yacht store. There's got to be a yacht yeah. store. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See. Tony, oh, you know what you're going to be doing, Tony? That. Sail. 
Sail away, sail away, sail away. Oh, man. All right. Well, there we go. Cool. So, damn, Art, we thought we were going to have a winner tonight. So, I guess we'll... Uh, here, okay. Here's the part, right? You know what happened now? Guess what? Yeah. Think about what's going to exactly. happen. Exactly. Everybody's going to be doubling down. No, 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 no. Yeah, but Ben, everything, right? Yep. Yeah. So potentially that he didn't win tonight. Now somebody else can come on. Can somebody get fifty next week? Mm, well, they have enough to bet. If they but, do the same thing he did, they have potential. Right. If they got a but bunch think about of this. points, they're going to listen to the show yep. and hear that. Yep. And what's so? What happens? We do not put. Do we make it interesting? And make people bet, or do we take all the bets away? Why would we take the bets away? No, that's I, no, no exactly. I have, I do not want to do that at all. I that's, just want to throw that out there. No, because oh, he's, shit, he's way too more close. To, art's too close to the finish line. That's not fair. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And here's the thing: what's what's so scary for him now, where he was like two points away from winning it all. Now he's got to live in fear all week that everyone else is going to. That's going to. Yeah. Know, exactly. They'll make their picks. And right. Going, well, it's going to be a lot. Here's the thing, though. It's going to be a lot harder for them to win by number of points than him. Just because they hit 50 doesn't mean they win. If they hit 50 and he hits 51, he wins. And he only right. needs he wins. three points. That's whoever for has the most Absolutely. over 50. Right. But everyone right now has enough to bet to get 50, though, right? Right. No. To just, to Angie only has 22 and a half. Reed has 26, so he could double down as we speak. Evan only has 22 and a half, and D has 24. Right, but, but if they do the same also... thing that Art did, they can just say go all in, get four points on the call, and then they'll get up to 52 or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because if we a tie, it's going to be the one who has the most points at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So this could get exciting real quick next week. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and it's whoever has the most well, points at the end of the day. Right, exactly. Right. Speaking of end of the day, we haven't finished the calls. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, as far as I can tell, this is one of the, the lesser favorite Coen Brothers films, but I think the bad boys will still give it a dollar each. A certified D all the way around. Mm. Yeah, look, uh, grim times at the moment oh, in the US. Oh, but, uh, yeah, hopefully things get better. Hopefully. Bad boys, good luck. They can't get much worse. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Thanks, Reed. Yeah. You know, luckily, like I said, we're, in, we're, we're safe where we're at right now, but. Yeah, it's getting crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, next. Well, we'll we'll play them in, in order. Yeah, this... Burn after reading. And I'm going to say that uh, Alfonso is going to give this a high dollar, uh, Harley a dollar, and MCP a high dollar. Mm. And uh, I want you guys all to be taking care of yourselves. It's getting very dangerous out there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good luck to you. Bye. Okay, so 
Um, she rocked the same accent as she did the first, so I'm not going to give her another point for the accent. Um, she did say to be safe, though. So I'm giving bonus points because they like us? <laughs> they don't want us to get hurt? No. So, and she didn't get no points, so she's stuck at 22 and a half, too. <laughs> All right, last one. Ooh, wee boy. MCP, you picked one son of a bitch of a movie. You got all sorts of stars in this thing, and uh, that was the biggest goddamn dildo I ever seen in my life. <laughs> you see that thing? Ooh, wee. Anyway, all right. I think you all are, uh, uh, well, you, you're gonna be giving this mixed reviews. Harley's gonna like it. Oh, goddamn, he's gonna like this thing. He's gonna give this a dollar for the dildo alone. And Fonzo, he's gonna give this a low dollar. He's really close to giving it a waste of time. Now, Tony, you're giving this a waste of time. No bets on this. Bad boys for life. Oh, right. So that puts him up to 24 and a half. So he could literally not score a single point, double down. Well, obviously that's not going to happen. So, no, I mean, actually, to go back what you were asking, um, Art or Tony, you're absolutely right. If they gamble and get it right, they're all going to be above 50 because if they gamble and get it right, they will have scored four points right? plus exactly. a, plus potential accents. So yeah, absolutely. Everybody is um, <clears throat> going to score 50 points if they double down next week and get it. Obviously if they don't get it, then that, they'll just be zero. <laughs> but I mean, you still have a huge lead. You got Art with 48, mm-hmm. uh, Reed with 26, uh, Angie 22 and a half, Donaldo 24, and Evan 24 and a half. So, but I mean, at the point, at this point, everybody's got to double down. Um, unless somebody's playing the long, long game, but I, I don't, I don't think, I, I don't know that D is going to gamble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, I don't think, ever gambled a single point. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe D will fucking surprise everybody and knock it out the park. Mm-hmm. Let's see, buddy. Come on. Absolutely. Okay, who's got homework and extra credit? You and you. Uh, so who's got, wait, who's got what? <laughs> you've got, you've you got, got homework. homework. I got extra credit. Okay. Well, um, it's kind of, kind of just mirrors what we're going through right now. Hmm. So this movie called, uh, Black and Blue. Around 2019. A rookie New Orleans police officer is forced to balance her identity as a black woman after she witnesses two corrupt cops committing murder. Oh, kind of timely. I remember, I think Denalo saw her. He went to go see it. Or oh, yeah. I did, so. 
think it's kind of timely right now, huh? That is. So. I'm always I'm all about New Orleans. There you go. Black and black and blue. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Tyrese is in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I recognize her. She's um. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Frank Grillo's in it. I'm gonna guess oh, Frank yeah. Grillo is the dirty cop in it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a safe bet. <laughs> yeah. Right on. That, look at that lineup, though. Known for the gray, Purge Anarchy, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Civil War. That's a badass four lineup right there. God damn, look, he's a busy ass motherfucker. Look, pre production, post 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 production, completed. Damn. All right, there you go. So who got extra credit? Wait, he also directed The Intruder. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. D.I.E. Taylor. <laughs> that name look familiar. Yeah. Nice, little double feature. Right on. Huh, there you go. Who we got? And I'm going to go uh, a little more old school. I am going to go with... Uh, an old Clint Eastwood flick. I remember seeing this a long, long time ago. Um, I don't remember if I liked it or not. Uh, I'm going, uh, the lives of three men who were childhood friends are shattered when one of them has a family tragedy. Sean Penn, Tim Robbins, Kevin Bacon, Larry before he got fat, Fishburne. Oh, boy. Uh, Mystic River. Oh shit! All right, might be homework. I'm not sure. Homework for you. I've seen it. It's been a while. Yeah. And these are All both right. both open for gambling. Absolute fucking loser. Damn! What a fucking year. All right, have have at it, bad people. Boys ex. and girls. <laughs> that's right person X <laughs> yeah person X that's right <laughs> oh man how was you guys weekend uh, I'll start um, our AC died in the car and so we had to get it fixed oh, no. <laughs> yeah especially with Laney making a commute now on the on the 15 it's Ooh. like, yeah, yeah. She, That's she, what I was going to ask you, Tony. Yeah, you're, you're lucky you can work from home, though, right? Exactly. I, I'm, I'm yeah. taking advantage of it as much as I can. Right. Um, yeah. But she's still she's still working at the Starbucks down in San Marcos because uh, she likes the manager. So, um, yeah, it's a rough commute. She tried, she tried, she tried really hard to lower the windows and deal with it, but one day she came home. And I, and and it looked like she got beat up. <laughs> like, oh, I'm like, really? Damn, yeah. She was, she's like, couldn't even like barely said hi to me and just walked in the house and she was like dripping sweat. I'm like, yeah, oh. we're, getting, we're getting this shit fixed. She so. has, she smiled and had a bunch of teeth bugs stuck to her teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. So, uh, so yeah, so we did that this weekend. But um, what we ended up doing, we dropped the car off at the Hyundai dealership here in Temecula. And then we walked about a mile and a half to the farmer's market and we bought some meat there. And were you walking or were you hunting Pokemon? 
I was hunting Pokemon. You know me. Um, and uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get my gifts to send to Reed and his family. So, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can uh, gift them? Huh? You can gift? You can gift Pokemon? You can no, not not Pokemon, but send gifts. You could send gifts oh, okay. to your friends. You oh, know? that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, so so we walked a mile and a half to the farmer's market, bought some meat. Then they're like, "Oh, we're out of bags." And they're like, "Oh, well, we were relying on those bags." And so, so 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 we ended up like, so we bought some avocados from this other other farm um, that, that that's <laughs> there. The bag, and so hoping for a bag, and they're like, "Oh, we only have this paper bag." We're like, "Shit!" <laughs> you know, Fuck. frozen meat in paper bags don't really mix. <sighs> Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it, we're going. And so we found a little, we found a little um, market along the way, and Lainey was able to get a plastic bag from there. So that was just just a, one of those encounters. Like, yeah. shit, you know, Jeez. we were relying on them to have bags, and then they got bags. So you know what happens to you soon, right? Exactly. Uh, oh. But the crazy part is that on the walk, there was on the way to the market, there was this little corner, and we saw some protest protesters out there. There was like maybe like five people um mm. and then about an hour later when we were walking back there was like 40 people and mm. as we're walking back i noticed there is a like five cop cars in this one parking garage just assembling and the guys are putting on their bulletproof vests i'm oh, like shit, shit. Yeah, I was like, uh oh, so like, and and we're walking like in the middle, like we have to go through that intersection to get back to the dealer. Oh. So we're like, well, I mean, it looked it, it fast was, enough, huh? right? But the but it, it was just like it was one of those curiosity, like we want to see what's going on, but at the same time, we're like, we don't want to be in the mid cut in the middle of it. Exactly. Um, but the but the protest was peaceful. Like they were they they weren't rioting. They were just they were just protesting. They were, they had their signs right. out, people honking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're like, well, we got to get back to the car. We make it back to the car. Um, and, uh, well, actually, no, we, we got the, the car needed another three hours. So we had them shuttle us home. And then later I, I, we rode the bike, which was awesome. Like it was, it was like a, like maybe a five, 10 minute, no, not even 10 minutes, like seven minute drive from our house to the dealer. And it was hot. And we just, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going in shorts. <laughs> so and normally like I, I suit up, you know, I put my jeans on, right. put my boots on, but I'm like, it's so fucking hot. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, we'll just go slow. And it was such a nice ride. Like getting the breeze uh, on, and on the, on the motorcycle. So, so nice. Um, right. But anyway, uh, Lainey said that when she left after picking up the car, the cops were blocking the streets uh, blocks ahead of where the protest was so they were steering Whoa. traffic um and are directing traffic so to protect the protesters i'm like fucking good sign oh good right like, it, it, they weren't like trying to to antagonize the protest they were protecting them right so at least that was cool that was like cool now get the fuck out of there <laughs> come, exactly. come back home. <laughs> um so yeah so that was yesterday and then today we um we went down and visited my family finally after, you know, first time we've seen them this whole time. We, we went in there with our masks on and, uh, did try to do a social distance outdoors in the back, in the back patio. Um, it was awkward as hell. Like I was so uncomfortable cause it's my mom, you know, I'm like, right. you know, compromise and shit. And then, and then Fawn comes out and he has like one of his friends over. I'm like, what the fuck? 
He has his oh, friend over. No. And everybody, like, my family's just fine with it. I'm like, Why? what the fuck's going on? Like, don't, what, shouldn't they be? I'm like, you know what? If my family, that's the, they, they know that they're taking care of themselves. If, Why? I mean, you know, my dad's still working with the cops and the cops are going around without masks on because they're, they're enforcing, you know, being, enforcing the law is not easy when you have a mask on, I guess. So, yeah. um, so yeah, so, so I, I'm like, whatever i'm doing my best to keep whatever you know the spread uh away from them and it's up to them you know in their own house how they deal with it so i i let i let myself relax a little bit um and then uh so yeah so it was cool we had some pizza and just just chatted stupid shit and talked about the spacex launch which was kind of fun um that happened on saturday uh did y'all watch it no, I did not. Ah, oh, dang. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. Um, I watched the Thursday one or the Wednesday, Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Um, that got scrubbed, and then I didn't because we were out walking and dealing with a car. We didn't get a chance to um, watch the the Saturday one. Yeah, uh, I kept seeing the notifications of the videos that was live, but um, I forget why I didn't ever get a chance to. Yeah, it, it's cool, man. Like it, 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 it happened. It went, it went off without a hitch. You know, they, they. They launched. They docked with the ISS. Uh, the rocket made it back. It landed properly. Like they recovered everything. I was like, "Fucking a man, progress." Yeah, so that's, that's a, awesome. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I played a little bit. I shot the shot. My dad had a, a basketball court, or I guess a basket, a backboard. Um, and we shot some basketballs around. So that was, nice. like, that was, that was, that was, that was chill. Pretty chill. Yeah, that's my very weekend. cool. Um. Oh. 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 One thing. Uh, uh, it, 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 nobody talked <laughs> today, Junior. No, uh, it's nobody talked about politics or the news that's currently going on. We talked about the coronavirus a little bit, but we weren't saying. Sh- no one said shit about the riots or, or or about the protests. And I'm wondering if there's tension in my family because my sister married a black family. And Aww. hangs out with black, like they're all their friends are black, and and they're they're all. I mean, the the, the you know. And, oh, it's you guys have the the history with police, and my dad the, works with police, the law enforcement. Yeah, so I wonder if there's like tension in the house. It's quite possible. Um, because has your has your dad ever really spoken? In support of law enforcement. Oh, fucking a, all the time. Oh yeah, I guarantee you, there's some, there's some, yeah, some dude. stress. So, yeah, because I noticed my sister was a little different. Um, just, ah. just in how, just her behavior, how standoffish. Yeah, and then she left early, and mm. and and nobody talked about it. Like it, it, it's it's the news topic, and you know nobody really talked about it. Um, so I'm like wondering it's if it's tough. Just... Yeah, no, I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. No, I mean, there's not much else I can say. It's just, it's just, I'm like, I, I wonder then it must be. Cause I know, I know my dad, um, like, yeah, he's been working police for fucking 30, 40 years. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, um, he's highly influenced by them. Um, and he's obviously he's on their side cause he, because of his business. Right. Um, that bro coding so, you're saying, you know? yeah, and that bro code. So, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. It's it you was, know, it's interesting because cool. your dad's not in law enforcement. No, right. 
you you don't have any family. Correct me if I'm wrong in law enforcement. Uh, we do have some of my cousins on my dad's side are oh, in law okay. enforcement. Okay, so so there is some connection there. But with that said, I was talking to Chris about this. Um, we've created this sort of cult of law enforcement and military where it's like if you have family, friends, if you're more or less sort of a neocon conservative, you're all on board with law enforcement. And whenever some shit happens like this, those that cult of personality, that cult of law enforcement or military sort of sees no wrong. They don't, they, there's always an, ex- well, the sandwich yeah. looked like a gun. Exactly. Yep. He, he was dark or he, he stepped towards the officers or, you know, um, you know, whatever the fuck, there's always an excuse to support law enforcement. And it's, it just, I'm not saying that there's anything innately wrong with the idea that we sort of just assume the best of who we believe. Or you know, no, are, there is something innately wrong with it. That's the that's the problem. That's the current thing that they're fighting. Well, the institution right. of no, the pro no, code. Like, no, I. No, what I'm saying is like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an analogy. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I don't know what I'm saying. I'm trying to say like people typically have a a, a stance or a they already believe something, right? They already have a pre, a pre thought, and 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 in this instance, these these people assume that a majority, and when I say a majority, ninety nine point nine percent of police are doing their job the best they can, and it's really fucking scary out there, and you can't judge them, and most cops aren't racist, and. And there's, you know, there's a half a dozen other sort of excuses. And we don't acknowledge the, the bro code that you're talking about. We don't acknowledge the, the kind of people that law enforcement attracts. Um, um, that we don't, we don't acknowledge the endemic racism that is still a huge part of our country. Um, we're unwilling to, those people are unwilling to acknowledge that those that that is rooted in law enforcement. Um, and so there's just this default defense and, and it's hard to, to prove those people otherwise. And so that can create tension, especially if you have the opposite side where you always have been like my whole life. I've never trusted police. I've always saw police as being there to, fleece and tax like i've never really felt a big need for police i've never had to call the police i've you know i've had shit stolen from me uh you know and i never thought to call the police because i was like what the fuck are they gonna do they're gonna go get my shit back no they're not gonna do anything you know police we've 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 learned this very clearly police don't don't prevent crime they only punish after the fact, and I don't give a fuck about that. I don't. Also, give them a report on their ass. An eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. So I'm not interested. I mean, if if I could get my shit back, whoever stole my stereo, could I have it back? Right. 
Well, I don't think the guy who stole my stereo needs to spend 10 years in prison. The worst part about said, what you said, honestly, is that police aren't supposed to punish. That's not- No, it's a fabulous fucking point. Absolutely. fucking lily They're not supposed to punish. But in reality, what do they do? Yeah. They punish indiscretionly. What's the word I'm looking for? No, they are in, the judge, the jury, the executioner. Ask every person, black or white, who has been attacked, arrested for something that somebody else got away with. So they're absolutely punishing after the fact. They're punishing after the fact you dropped the joint on the ground because you didn't want to get caught. They're punishing you. They're arresting you, even though, you know, there's no crime committed. It's just whatever they want to harass you for. They punish you because you're speeding. They don't deter you from speeding. You know what I mean? And so, um, but you're right. The, The criminal justice system is supposed to punish you if you are found guilty in a court of law amongst a, your, a jury of your peers. But none of that matters. None of, that's all gone out the window. Yeah. That, really hasn't, that really hasn't been a thing ever. I mean, since the beginning of the days, you could buy yourself uh, an innocent, you know. It's just OJ made it famous. But that, that, that's been gone ever since the beginning of time. Yeah. If you've got enough money, you can buy a lawyer. The system is rigged for lack of a better term yeah. you know what i mean and so yeah, yeah. And it's, it's almost over oh yeah sorry uh, <laughs> no yeah, i mean so, you're right. yeah no that, I, could t- that's, that's, I could totally see some some anxiety yeah yeah so anyway that's just that's yeah. that was my weekend <laughs> yeah that's that, i wouldn't want to be in that room yeah, yeah. oh boy how about y'all uh, let's see. Just chilled on Saturday, and then oh, I helped my um, my sister's um, father-in-law. He got a new. He got a seventy-inch Samsung TV from Walmart for five hundred dollars. It only has it only has two HDMI ports, but it was seventy-inch. Dang! What 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 technology? Uh, four K. Four K UHD, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I don't have to get rid of him. Last year's model, whatever, but he came up because he saw one on sale for like uh, cheaper and it was a uh, 65 inch. And he's like, Well, I can get one that's cheaper than the 65 inch for this one. He's like, All right. So, um, yeah, so I came, went over his house and uh, helped him just take the old one out, put the new one in, programs remote, all that good stuff. And then they're having a f- fire on Camp Pendleton. So when I got there, it was like crazy smoky. Like yeah. it was just yeah. smoke everywhere. So like, that's weird. And then when I pulled up to like college in '76, there was a bunch of people protesting, and just peacefully protesting. They just had their signs, and you know, and they walked back and forth, when they're wearing their masks too, so they're they're protecting themselves. And uh, yeah, it was just crazy to see. Like, damn, it's 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 it, this is this is huge, man. It's hidden everywhere. Um, it ain't then, hidden up here. Yeah. <laughs> nope, not in this yeah. fucking town. Right. Not only are people not protesting because there ain't no minorities. There's just nobody. It's just too small. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I, you know, it was like, yeah, we don't see any of that up here. None of right. none of that. I mean, we have some friends, um, but we certainly haven't been socializing. We, we did again with with uh, some friends, but they're the only people that we've been socializing with since the right. pandemic. So. Yeah, 
Yeah, like I said, just doing that, and then again, Saturday movie night. Um, so that's still in effect. And then uh, my mom made some more salsa, so we're picking that up tomorrow. <laughs> uh, oh, I was going to tell you guys. Um, so one of my eBay purchases, I bought a Funko Pop, right? And I'm doing my review for it on YouTube. I'm, I'm going through it. Now. And what, and this is a revelation. It happened while I was reviewing it, while I was recording. So I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. I'm talking about it, describing it. And next thing I know, the box, the picture doesn't match the character that's inside it. Oh. So Funko makes these um, limited edition, and they're called Chase. They're called the, the Chase edition. Chase version are limited so to only a few copies. So... I'm reviewing that one that I got of Furiosa. So I'm reviewing it, reviewing it. Next thing I know, I'm looking at the box. I'm like, that's strange. I wonder why they didn't go with the box route for the this actual Funko. So then I go on the list of like um, of all the ones that I had before, or the list that I was using before to see which ones I needed. So then I go on the box and I look, and it says, the 507 is Imperator, Fur- Imperator Furiosa. Then 507, another one's Imperator Furiosa, the bloody chase variant. So that's the other version. And there's a 508 Furiosa without her arm, the Hot Topic edition. So while I'm reviewing it, I, I look at the box. The box is for the Furiosa without arm, Hot Topic edition. What's inside is the actual chase version, 507. Hmm. So I'm like, so I email the, the seller and I'm like, hey, are you aware of this? Did you know what's going on? And he replies with like, "Hey, I don't know. I got the, you know, I got it from. It was my mistake too, not realizing. I got so excited, I saw the chase, and I bought it right off, you know, because it was cheaper. Not realizing that it's on the wrong box. That's my fault, you know. That, that I totally take blame for that. Um, but what's crazy is, um, I don't know if it was an actual legit mistake from them or like somebody do that, right? Because." If it's a Hot Topic one, it doesn't have the Hot Topic sticker. And I guess I get it. You can take those stickers out, you know, all day long. But what's 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 the valuable? What's valuable is the Chase version. It's the one inside it. It's just I don't know if the box they had went bad, and then they found a Hot Topic one and put it in. I, I mean, I don't know. So I just had to kindly ask, you know, ask the guy. I sent him an email, and um, you know, he replied back. But he said, uh, "What did he say?" So you're saying the mix-up was actually in your favor, that the more valuable one was what you got? Well, so yeah, so I got the actual, yeah, the the, the limited chase version. It's just in the wrong box. Very interesting. Yeah. So I'm looking online right now to see if there's anything like, you know, some people are like, you know, Hot Wheels are crazy valuable if it's in the wrong case. Oh, wrong really? box, You know. So, but I'm looking at these, and they're like, one of them legitimately said, "Oh no, it looks like someone just took that one and put it in another box, like they didn't have the box." Yeah, I'm like, damn, like if that's the case, well then fuck. You got um, lucky. So I don't know if it's you know, well to me as a collector though, right here's the problem, right? It's like gonna stick out of the sore thumb when I look at it. It's Probably like you need to my, look for the box. You need to buy just the box. Well, how do I do that? How do I just get a someone just give me the box? I mean, I guess I, I mean, I people sell those covers, yeah. Right, right. If so, only fries was open. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to that. I know Reed still brings that up. That's for the guy he recently. See, I think that's Art. Okay, I'm gonna answer Art's. Art, I would go to Fries and steal every blue that has a slipcover that I don't have. That's what I'm looting. All right, makes you feel better. 
So I got the limited chase, the the, the Immortan Joe. It, it has his without with his mask ripped off. So I make sure I double check that when I looked at that one. So, so here's the thing. Now here's my here's my problem. I have the actual one that I want, but I don't have the box. So if it's so, I'm asking you guys. You guys would just look for a box because it'd be cheaper, right? Than actually buy it all over again. Right. Just to see if they have the actual box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I have a five hundred seven box. Right, so I wonder if it's just easier just to remove the chase sticker and put it on that, because the chase sticker is only a sticker in front, like of the little you know display. Huh. Right, because if you look at it, five hundred seven is the Furiosa is the most standard one. That's the cheapest one. So I wonder if I could just buy another one of those, or just buy the sticker. Yeah, and then switch that one out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna have an extra eight, so she's five. I need another five hundred seven. So what I'm saying is, if I buy another five hundred seven, just put the sticker in front of it. Sure. Yeah, I man. I know you guys are totally uh, super excited to talk about this. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you collected, man, you would understand my problems. So it's not a big deal, you know. Like I said, I just. It may, like Amy, Amy said, it makes for an interesting video because you know you're talking about it, and maybe somebody else will run into it. Maybe somebody will have suggestions. Yeah. Maybe someone will say, "Hey, next one, or I'll, I'll give you this." Or, I mean, who knows what come out of it? Sure. But it, it was just kind of a real moment. I brought it up, and I'm thinking, "Hey, brought it up on the video. Has anything ever happened to the, you guys? You, you know, just an interesting conversation starter." And uh, and the guy, I didn't want to return a re, uh, refund just because I knew I fucked up. You know what I mean? Well, and you fucked up, but got lucky that you got the more valuable. I still, yeah. So that's and that's the weird thing. I still got the one that I need, which is the the edition one. It's just a different motherfucking box, you know. Um, that's what's funny. I'd say just let it ride. Yeah, I mean, you got the Funko Pop. I mean, that's the toy. That's the yeah. I got the one item. That, exactly the one I got is box. The one. Who fucking keeps the boxes, right? right. Yeah, I don't know. And if you look, too, like I'm looking at two of them right now. They're both 507. The only thing that's keeping them separated, because even the little picture that's in front of the Funko is not doesn't match the Chase version. So essentially, you can just do a 507 and just put the damn fucking sticker in front. There you go. <laughs> so like the regular version, I'm looking at one right now. Uh, with free, it's only eight dollars. You know, so I can just get that. I, I essentially, buy a box. Oh no, this box is damaged. Oh hell no, that shit ain't gonna work. Just my collection in me, the collectionist in me, you know, the collector, collectionist, sure. collecting, collecting, collectingist, right? There there. So. <laughs> Collectorial collection. Yeah. So, Obama, I got, I got it, you know, I got different options, I guess. So, it's not the end of the world. It's just, it was just weird that that happened. I, it's like, I should have just fucking paid attention. I saw the chase sticker, I got excited, I saw the price, I'm like, jump, you know? So, my bad. I learned, live and learn. So, there you go. Yeah. Uh, with that, I guess, uh, you guys got anything else? I'm going to be safe out there, man. Fuck. I, I didn't yeah. give my weekends. Yeah. Oh, shit, I thought you did. He talked he a lot. Like 30 he, minutes before. He, he talked a lot, but it wasn't about his weekend. Fuck. What did, I talk about? what did I talk about for half an hour? Oh, I talked about politics. Because, yeah. yeah, you brought up the whole... I had nothing to do with my weekend, though. All right, so I'll make it quick. Uh, like, we don't have any craziness up here. Uh, we had some nice weather. Uh, yesterday actually it rained. Um, oh, it cleared up. Um, so we did some, uh, 
shit in the garage. Did some projects around the house today. It was nice. And we went and hung out with Josh and Katrina. Um, uh, I have a hernia. And I'm getting surgery next Thursday. Oh, so shit. Wish me luck. Oh, shit. I'm going in under the knife. Oh, boy. So I had I had my doctor's appointment last Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, the doc- get a, I'm going to see if I can get a hold of them, see if they can add a dick to you. Did the doctor was, he checked me. He was like, oh, yeah, that's bad enough. Yeah, you're going to need. You, really? Gonna need, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad. So, mm. um, does it hurt? Uh, it does. Uh, if I, if I exercise wrong, if I, if I use my core, uh, yeah, absolutely. It hurts. Mm. Um, just a regular, like, I can do like push-ups and I can do arm, upper body, back stuff and not have any problems, but I'm really focusing on isolation where I'm not straining my stomach. So um, I can actually do traditional exercises that would hurt a hernia, like bearing down, but I don't seem to have a problem. But certain things really tear it up, like raking or shoveling like weird stretches and stuff and then i can actually see it it's bulging out bad enough where i can see it it's right at my pubic hairs and um, yeah it sucks when it hurts it hurts mm. so they're gonna they're gonna put um like a patch in there and um hopefully it's gonna happen on thursday i'll take thursday and friday off of work and um it's only about four hours long. It's like a couple hours pre-op. The operation's only an hour and a half, and then they want to watch you for a couple hours afterwards. And then, uh, then they said within a couple of weeks I should be good as new. So, hoping that's the case. So you'll be able to have a little, little downtime lying there watching some movies, then, huh? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Last time I had my wisdom teeth, we went camping that weekend. So, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't fucking care. Well, fuck, man. Well, well you know, it's going to go smooth. We ain't got to worry about it. So, it's a pretty common, yeah. pretty common surgery. Right so, cool. We'll be cool for you. I'm not too stressed about it. Cool. And that's my weekend. There you Thank go. You. In case no, in case everyone was wondering, there it is. <laughs> it was there. Y'all had to listen to it. Well, cool, man. That's going to conclude episode 504. 405. That's a, that's a clean spray, right? 405? Yeah. Yeah. So no, 409. 409. 409. That's right. That's 405 right. Four, four, the highway. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo. So, Bad Boys Podcast, which randomly ranted all things movies. I said, be safe out there. Be kind to each other. Yeah. We're trying to say we ride together. Harley, I hope we don't die together. There you go. MCP, bad boys for life.